When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hi there. This is Matthew Mercer, resident game master here at Critical Role to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> what the point? Our first sponsor tonight is Quip! Sam, what do we have to endure tonight? Oh, we have a big, exciting plot point to get to in the show tonight, so I'm not going to waste anybody's time with complicated bits or characters. Oh, just the copy. I'd love to tell you guys about Quip, the Good Habits Company, and their smart electric toothbrushes. Pardon me. Uh, these awesome brushes have all the guiding features of their original with. Oh, sorry. Uh, with blue, new Bluetooth smart motor that connects to the free Quip app. So, ha. Huh. So you can track your brush. Please don't. Your brushing. Please. Sorry, guys. I just drank a pint of milk, a glass oh. of OJ, oh. cauliflower vindaloo, a shot of Alestra, and a bucket of voodoo chili. So, Whoa. I think you know what? That's I really, I need, I need to go. Bye. Bye. Why is he so? Why is he like this? Why is he like this? Uh, <laughs> Sorry about this. I, I don't. Uh, okay. Don't exactly know what we're supposed to do right now. Should we wait for Samers? We just keep going. I yes. Wait, yeah. Unless they're going on the further bathroom. Like, I don't know. Another shoe will drop. Did anyone have the quick copy? To each um, cut and. No, he didn't <laughs> take. Oh. Sorry about that, guys. Now I really let something loose in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I lost like a couple inches of height. What am I, like 5'8 now? 5'7? Five, oh. <sighs> sorry. Um, All right, sorry. so, yeah, without further ado. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Who, who, who are you? Melissa. We've known each other for years. You're gonna play that with me? Come on, let's stop joking around. Let's get to this copy, all right? <clears throat> so, as I was saying, with Quip, you can get tips and daily coaching and earn rewards for good habits, like brushing two minutes twice a day. No, seriously, dude, are you like Sam's understudy or something? Larry, come on! We've known each other for years. We used to breastfeed together. You're gonna act like you don't know me? 
here, or, or do you just come on when Sam gets the shits? <laughs> so I leave for a second, and everyone's just gonna play this game like they don't know me. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, Quip has a great anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon that helps prevent cavities, as well as two ways to floss. Floss string that expands to clean, Ooh, and yeah. a reusable floss pick. Sorry, sorry, this is super distracting. <laughs> Who the hell are you? I'm Sam motherfucking Rigel, Emmy Award winner, voted most likely to live in his mom's basement till he's 50. Come on, we've known each other since before we had gray pubes, and you're gonna play like we. <laughs> Come on now. So let's get to the episode, guys. Uh, okay, okay, uh, weirdo. Say say something that only the real Sam would say. Let, let's bring it. Okay. Bring it. Okay. Uh, he would say. What would I say? <laughs> he would say save twenty five percent off site wide with code critical twenty five. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you guys scared me there for a second. Bring your Emmy next time, you will. I do every day in my backpack. I just want to tell you guys. Perfect. Cool. Is that the last of the bits then? I think we're good to move on. All right then. Let's move on. Beautiful. This episode is also sponsored by our friends at Shopify, an easy to use, all in one commercial platform for anyone. Shopify lets you sell online, in person, and on all major social platforms, and powers more entrepreneurs than anyone else in the world. Millions of businesses in 175 countries. The tool set is really simple to utilize, and regardless of your industry, Shopify is the ideal option to get your business moving. Right now, they're offering a special 14-day free trial when you head over to shopify.com critical, so head over to check it out for yourself. And thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, Marisha, over there by Sam Reigel, uh, what do you got uh, next yeah, up on the list? I'm just sitting next to my good friend. Uh, just a friendly <laughs> reminder that our next episode of Foresighted Dive will air next Tuesday, August 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, yes, that does deserve applause. Uh, moving forward, you can still, it's not right yet, it's still not right yet. Moving forward, you can catch our monthly talk show on Tuesdays. But it might not always be like the first Tuesday of the month because um, th there's still like a pandemic and stuff. Yeah. So there's that. Yep. We'll see. Laura, I think you got some things to talk about. <laughs> I have a sprinkle neck pillow. Oh, <laughs> that is. I'm gonna focus wait, on that. Wait, yeah. wait. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, number one, the packaging is super cute. But number two. His neck pillow. Oh, and that's... you can you can have it. Is he undying? It's in our store. <laughs> can you survive the astral sea? She, apparently, okay. he looks a little worse for the wear though. <laughs> and then, in addition to that, we also have this set of keychains. They're like oh little vintage hotel keychains. Oh, for all your rendezvous. Yeah, for all your sexy times. We've got um, a spire by fire. <laughs> for all your sexy all your times. Sexy times? Meet at the hotel. I have so you many know, questions. At the hotel. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> for all the different rooms. Spire by fire. You know what it is? I said it because one of them is Scanlon's Motel of Love. Oh, no. Oh, perfect. so that's why I thought the only that's reason. why. Right. And then the lavish chateau as well. All the sexy times you need. Perfect. <laughs> Hold on a second, hold on a second. Is the mole on my left butt cheek or my right butt cheek, Sam Regal? Regal? <laughs> if I remember correctly, yeah. 
when we used to sword fight, and yes. you were Darth Vader, yes. and I was uh, Lord Helmet, Lord and Helmet. we touched tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Left. That's really sad. Damn. <laughs> That's totally sad. That's totally wild. And you can now purchase the Taldori campaign setting Reborn as a standalone PDF in our critical role shops. <laughs> and as a reminder, Purchasing a physical book from our store will also give you download access to the PDF, so grab what works best for your adventure. And also, super wild that Tumblr Reborn was nominated for in any award for best setting. That's right. Uh, yes. Completely blown away by that. So thankful to be alongside so many great designers and writers who worked on this book and so many other books as part of the Ernie Awards. Just happy to be included and thought of in any regard, but anyway, I think it's really cool. Uh, all right, I think that concludes our announcements. Yeah, well, let's play some D&D. Let's get into so, it. Sam, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, it's a four. <laughs> Doesn't bode well for the coming encounters. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. the top, two by two we fall. Will we meet our friend or meet our destiny? Hold your breath and roll. How do you want to do this? It's Thursday night. All ye critters, come join us. It's time to continue our flight. There is magic and mystery. Who knows what will happen? He might. Share the same goal Adding more allies Taking more chances Hold your breath and roll It's Thursday night All ye critters come join us It's time to continue our flight There is magic and mystery From darkness our friendship will rise We never give up on the fight. Oh, get ready. It's Thursday night. And welcome back. So, last we left off. Bell's Hells in the city of Basaris in the Hellcatch Valley had been chasing down the uh, individual known as Armand Treshi, who escaped from Drusar after being tied into some very dark stuff. He managed to uncover the fact that he was currently held in the seat of uh, uh, disdain. Not dis- on deeds of despair. Or should I give you despair? Um, no, the seat of disdain, under guard of the Paragon's Call. Upon confirming his location there and putting together your plans, you also discovered that Bertie Calloway, the mother of Fern, was also traveling to town and has been doing so for some business for some time. 
Uh, and along this way, you encountered an individual named Dusk who had an, an amnesiac history that seemed to tie with the Calloway parents as well. This chance meeting led to some, uh, some interesting bonding, some tension, some awkwardness, but nevertheless, kind of uh, briefly inviting this bright-eyed individual into your uh, found family for the time. And upon growing close to uncovering the means of getting to Treshi by entering the Deathwish Run, an extremely dangerous, deadly, and really fun uh, race <laughs> through uh, all manner of, of streets and terrain around the city of Bassos, you succeeded in doing so and made your approval entry into the Paragon's call to pursue this threat. The next day, upon traversing to uh, Imahara Joe's place to turn in your loner crawler, as well as possibly looking to get the other one repaired, you watched as a skirmisher crawler rode up with Bertie Calloway in tow. As she stepped into the shop, eventually, uh, Fern and the rest of the group began to approach, in which you had a sudden reunion with Bertie. And then also noticed that Dusk was unfamiliar to your mother, at which point Dusk reached out and grabbed both of your arms and revealed the form that you know as Dusk to perhaps not have been the true form that you expected. Instead, seeing behind a somewhat opalescent, multicolored skin upon pale white hair and dark, dark attire. And that was where we left off. <laughs> so here, picking up in the middle of Imahara Joe's shop with him in the back and a couple of the Interns kind of scattered amongst the shop, not really noticing what's happening at the moment. The rest of you look tensely at this reveal as Birdie has a look of fear and anxiety in her face and looks over to Fern also. You, you led them right to us. Uh, who, who, what, wait, why do you look so different? I'm sorry I had to lie to you, Fern. Do you want to tell her or shall I? what you really are. Go. Go right now. Run. Don't get mixed up in all this stuff. Don't go, Fern. I haven't done anything to harm you or your friends, have I? And I've had plenty of opportunities. This person's as much a stranger to you as I am. Possibly more. Isn't that right? Somebody's got to start talking or we're going to start fighting, so I urge that to start happening now. I can only surmise that this, this creature has been sent here by the Unseelie. Your father and I, we, we, we went off to, to do some things to... To go save the world? Those are the lies that you told your little girl. That's not a lie. We're working on things that are important. Mm. Very well. Oh, 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 just, just wait. I, very, very confused. You don't, you don't know, you don't know them. No, but I know where they came from. And you don't know, you don't know. I've never had the pleasure. No. Orm steps up behind Fern's legs and watches between them, directly behind her. Mm -hmm. what, 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 what does it mean when she asks 
what you are, Bertie. Well, you've been getting these arcane batteries, these devices, right? What, what are you using them for? Important things that aren't privy in mixed company at the moment. And what is the Unsealy What court? is the Unsealy? I'm so confused. Fern. Run. Now she begins to release the fingers from your arm. And immediately begins casting a spell. No, wait, wait, wait. And as wait. she snaps, she vanishes from sight. Oh. And is going to try and pull from your grasp. All right. So I'm going to need a contested strength, strength roll. roll. Grasp. Actually, be athletics. Grasp cast? Oh, yeah. Athletics from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 23. Ooh. Oh, shit. She does not pull free. So you watch as suddenly uh, the, after Birdie vanishes and is released from your grasp, you watch as the individual you knew as Dusk, the artist formerly known as Dusk, uh, uh, her arm, their arm gets jerked at the side and you see one of the tables get shifted and things tumble off onto the side and crash onto the ground, but you watch as their arm holds firm out in the middle of space. And we can still see Birdie? Or she's no, Birdie she's is invisible. invisible. She's invisible. Orm. What is going on? Orm double rolls through Fern's legs, Dusk's legs, and draws his blade and presses it into the small of Dusk's back. <sighs> what? We're just getting acquainted. I gave you the opportunity to tell them. Your parents are nothing but a couple of charlatans. They're grifters, important at the Sealy Court. Everything they've ever told you is lies. They pray and the foolish and the weak-minded, and they stole from the Unseelie Court. What did you think was going to happen? If you want to have a conversation, why don't you let go of my friend? And I press it half-inch into her back. You hear from the the space where you assume Bertie still stands. What we took didn't belong to the court to begin with. And it belonged to you, then? No, but better in our hands working towards a good goal than being stuck in a vault somewhere. I shapeshift into the hottest half-elf man that you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> Orum, invitation still open. I stab her in the back. Oh! Roll for an attack. <laughs> and then we're gonna probably roll for initiative. <laughs> based on based on what you do after this, this may or may not trigger initiative. End up, end up. 17. Two, uh, just barely makes it. All right, let's go ahead and roll damage. Just six. So six points of <laughs> slashing damage to you. Yeah, I'm not swinging, I'm just pushing in. Right. So you feel the pain as the blade kind of carves through the outer layer of your armor, finds flesh and digs about an inch and a half to two inches in, missing anything vital, but enough to cause your muscles to seize up. The reaction is yours. <laughs> or, um, don't you want to hear what Mama Calloway has to say before you go further with this? Yeah, just let go of Fern's hand. Huh? Absolutely. I let go of Fern's, but I keep my grasp tight on the invisible hand in mine. 
Um, I still have Birdie's other hand. And Birdie let go of you, trying to dart away and give you an out. So I'll draw the blade out of the small of her back and stand at the ready. Okay. I, I don't, I, I don't understand why you're here. I don't under, I, what's, why, why are you going after my Your parents? parents are thieves. They have stolen what is ours. No, they haven't. No, they didn't steal anything. We did, we did steal, but there are things larger at work here than any of this bullshit that this one's toddling after. Yes, there are bigger things. Just for a level set, yeah, can we talk about what was stolen? What is the unseely court? There is a complex series of politics and alliances in the Feywild. You're familiar with Seely Court, where Fern comes from. There is the Unseely Court as well. I am a representative of the Unseely Court, and they stole from us, threatening to throw all of it into disarray. All right. Are these two courts like? Mortal enemies or, or sometimes friends? Sometimes friends. There's nothing quite so rigid and, you know, hard as there are here. Sometimes friends mean sometimes enemies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, dear representative, what is your real name? I am you. You is me. You, <sighs> Safiad. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance again. You survived? Mm-hmm. You survived? I'm so nice to meet you, it's a pleasure. Oh. He's gonna okay. pull away from your grasp once more. So roll another athletics check. 15. 22. Mm. With this now, at that moment that you were distracted, clutching on and giving a, a kiss, to the hand of your creepy friend, <laughs> uh, you feel an immediate tug and a twist, and your grasp on Birdie is lost. Uh, I'll say with this roll, there isn't much of a sign of any other clutter or impact, just the sound of heavy hoof, hoof prints, do, 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 a few steps against the wood. And once more, you hear Birdie's voice go, Don't get involved. Oh, no. I'm going to try to use my my mage hand to hold the door shut. Okay. I'm going to block the other door. Okay, so there's there's a door at the front and there's a door at the back that leads to the mm -hmm. and there are the two at this point now, the two interns that were in here doing work are both like back to the wall just kind of watching. And where's they Imahara both, Joe? They both filter out the back where Imahara Joe is. I may have lied about who I was, Fern, but I really couldn't trust any of you. I'm sure this is something that we can just talk about and, and settle, you know, just calmly if everyone just sort of sort of sits down and, 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 and talks through it and is honest with each other. I'm casting my vote for knocking both of them out. Both of who? Birdie. Fern's mom? I mean. I'll come along quietly if you just want to talk. What are you trying to do with her? Take back what belongs to the court and enact punishment. You all understand that, don't you? We're gonna need more than vagaries. Yeah, what was taken again? A very powerful artifact. Oh. The <laughs> voice of Birdie, now distant in the room, 
to try and remain as sourceless as possible, but still kind of coming from what would be considered, if you're looking in from the front, the far right back corner, her voice is, she's only here to kill us. There's no other way out of here. How can your daughter believe anything that you say to her? I may have lied about who I was, but I have told you the truth about my motives. I've told you the truth about who you are. I've told you the truth about your parents, and she doesn't deny it. I haven't said a single lie to Fern. Well, you did say that she was only gone for six years or something. It's only been six years! She told us it was 90. Goes quiet within the room. We'll figure that out. Have you been sending her postcards? Things to remind her how much you care about her? I I have them, I have them all. Who sent them then? The invisibility remains, but the voice comes through again. Fern, there's a lot of things we gotta talk about and figure out, it seems, but I, me and your father have never lied. What we're doing is important. I know, I know. You don't, though. Does literally anyone want to tell us what it is you are doing? Taking back my stuff. I told you the day that I met you, nobody touches my stuff nor the stuff of the Sealy Court. That makes sense. I mean, Dusk has told us at least what they want. Wait, fuck. Is your name Dusk? No, no it's, it's you. you. I'm paying attention. I'm just making sure everybody else got that. Okay, but maybe we should have Birdie tell us what they go on, Birdie. Are doing with the thing that what was taken. What are you doing with the thing that you stole from an entire governing body? Yeah, Birdie. Yeah, maybe it like kills droves of people. Maybe we shouldn't let you have it back. But maybe it's roll a perception check for me mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Eighteen. Oh, that's good. Eighteen. Okay. As you're finishing this statement, kind of talking in the space where you last heard Birdie's voice, there's a rapid thump, a heavy impact sound right in front of you, um, as if something's feet had left the ground for quite an arc of a leap. And right as the impact hits the wood in front of you, you feel I think a 26 will hit. A sharp pain in your abdomen. As the rest of you watch Birdie in her jacketed attire from before suddenly apparate in front of you, blade kind of jammed in towards the waist, and looks right over you and says, I said, go! And with that, you take. Warm <clears throat> repositions opposite Birdie. 18 points of slashing Four. damage, including that includes the sneak attack damage. Um, and is going to attempt. I know, I know. I just say, stop! And I'm going to try to command Birdie to stop. Can I command Birdie? Okay. Can I take half of that damage? You I can would if like, you like to, to cast oh, yeah. it 
at second level and try to get both of them. You and Birdie? Suds. Birdie and and you, you, Yusuf? You. you. All right, you. so wisdom Why saving you? throws? Why you? Why you? Save Thank you. Safiad. So I'll, I'll absorb nine points of that damage. Okay, so you absorb nine of that damage. <clears throat> so that would be a um, wisdom save of 15. Uh, um, do I just, I yeah. go for, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's check. <clears throat> Ooh, good. <laughs> uh, I fail. Yes! Birdie succeeds. So as you slacken, Birdie grabs you from behind and takes the blade nope. and just kind of hold, holds back, kind of facing the rest of you <laughs> with a, a pleading glance in her face. You don't understand. They're here to kill me. Please They're here to kill understand. your father. I don't They're going to kill everyone. How do we know? We just got one right now. Let's ease down. Ease down. Yeah, we'll promote a neutral environment, but right now you're the only one poking somebody with the sharp apart. <laughs> Can Orm take the blade off of Dusk's hip? Oh, that's a good idea. If you'd like to try. Of course. Uh, make, if you're doing this overtly? No, I'm, yeah, plain as day, walking right up. Okay, While are you Birdie's going got to? Uh, got him. I'll try to wriggle, wriggle that out of the way. Okay, so uh, for this, this would be a contested athletics versus either athletics or acrobatics role. Is she held or what? Yeah, what did you cast? Yeah, well, I'm I'm really cast stop can I drag my man. chisel across my thigh and just do a little crimson right? Yes, you may. Thank you. 17. 19. Mm. Okay, so, so the blade is knocked free from use. Take it. Okay. And I back away. And I chuck it into the back room where Imahara went. Hey, watch it. Well, that door's closed currently, because yeah, you went in and locked it up. We'll do the front door. Okay. Yeah, the front door's also yeah, closed, but you can. Oh. <laughs> you, can throw, you can throw it to someone. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see the invisible make believe place. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Fern, what do you, what do you want, want us to do? Following your lead here. I, I, I'm just I'm very confused. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't really know. Either of these people very well. Well, one's related to you, so you better get her talking. Okay. Uh, what are you? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? You see this like in, intense look in her eye, kind of looking back at you and trying to figure out the right words. Well. Look, you were born Exandrian before we took you back to the Fey. You're born under a flash of that ruddy ass moon, and <gasps> since we brought you back, that moon's been showing through in the Fey Wild where it wasn't supposed to be. No one believed us, and we've been looking into it for a while. And so we had to take something to help us figure out what the hell is going on. Wait, what do you, what, I was born under a. Choose, you believe me or you believe this person? Okay. Um, I produce um, my. My flame blade at third level, and I stick it into your belly. Okay. At this point, at this point, I think we're gonna roll initiative. 
lots of money. Oh man. Oh, oh, no, no. Guys, that was a sexy that 20 minutes. Holy <laughs> cow. It's not prop money. This is my own personal stash. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure it is. Crisp, crisp. Dang. These $20, $20 bills. $20 bills. Dang. Yo, man. So much what? just happened. Just, just. Keep it open. Yeah. Keep the <laughs> chat open. Do you take Apple Pay? <laughs> so, we'll be doing combat <laughs> rounds here because it has now hit a point of aggression. This can continue in combat unless something else happens, but that's a pretty fucking aggressive move. So, uh, first off, where's everyone placed? I'm going to say uh, we have right here, we have you placed Hell. there with uh, Birdie. We have Ashton in the back. Uh huh. Uh, you had just. Oh, oh, sorry. Is that you there? <laughs> that's you right there. Oh, that's uh, so you. Cool. Is that a change? What's your last name again? Sophia. Sophia. As you hold my thing. Uh, Imogen. Uh, I could be over like this direction. Oh, yeah, sorry. right there. That's good. You got it. From like this. Okay. Okay. Oh, I was so close. Loud right? yes. No, I, I copied off your paper after you said it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, where's Ladna? I don't know. Where am I? Most of you guys had entered from this space. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll, I'll be kind of a catty corner to Imogen. Right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, and with that, oh you right there. <laughs> You're right wow. there. I'm sitting just, up on the oh bar. Oh my god. Just like get a good. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> just with my feet dangling over the I side. Was here. I think uh, I was near Ashton. This is fucked. Yeah. All right. You're back here. Okay. Your family's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to that point. <laughs> so since since you are technically taking the initiative, thing, we get one strike with your flame blade, and then we're gonna go ahead and go to the initiative order. But just just to kick off this initiatives, twenty five to twenty. Oh wait, initiative. Oh wait, is this if we're in it or? We are. Everyone's in it. Everyone's in it. You try to make peace. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but Uh, but at this point, this this isn't this isn't playful prokes and a social tension moment. This is this is a full sweep with a flame blade. Twenty-five to twenty. No, commit. I had to. No respect. Twenty-five to twenty. Nothing. Oh. Twenty to fifteen. Eighteen. Seventeen. Uh, 15 for me, so. Um, All right, so we have. Orem, Chet, Fern. Yeah. <clears throat> Chet, Birdie, then Fern. Oh. Ooh. Orm is also dual wielding right now, so shield's on his back and his AC is lower. Oh, okay. Right, because you have the Valid. sword. Yep. Uh, oh. 15 to 10. 13. All right. Loud enough. Loud enough. <laughs> Uh, ten to five. Another Four. Five. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Four. Four. And I made it. It's your turn. Rollies. Where's FCG? Rollies. Ashton. Okay. Rollies. Are we rolling? Yep. Rollies. So that's that's right. not Rollies. <laughs> Eleven. Nineteen. Yep. There okay. we go. FCG so then Ashton. All right. And. Uh, the bottom of the row. You're, oh wait, I'm so beverage. So oh, yeah. Between Lausna and Imogen. Okay. Oops. Oh boy. Fern, first you create the flame blade and then rush up and shh. Go ahead and roll your attack to flame blade. We don't know anything yet. Nope. That's right. Oh no. Natural one. So. Yeah. I will say this. 
I will say, as you you watch as Fern creates this massive flame blade and rushes towards you, how do you react to this to avoid being struck? If you kill me, there'll be worse assassins coming after you. Everyone in the Fae Court is after you. Oh, <laughs> Hold the blade at bay. In that moment, the phrase kind of cutting through, and Bertie's like, "Don't listen to her." Who? Why is everyone after us? Orem, you're up. After us? After yeah. what? Uh, Orem ducks his head down low, so he gets low and runs straight towards Dusk's feet. And I'm going to do a tripping attack and drop this motherfucker on their back. Okay. Uh, which, which motherfucker, to be clear? Duh, yeah. oh, you. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm getting used to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. That's you. all good. I know, exactly. 15 but misses, I think, right? Natural 20 on the second. Uh, with your blade, which I don't know the details of. Which, well, you are not. Uh, proficient I in I, it? Well, I believe it requires. Attunement? Well, attunement whatever magic, blade. I'm still using it to put them Correct. on the ground. So, so, so for you, it would be just a standard rapier. So okay. it's a D8, D8 damage, plus your dexterity modifier. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a nine, uh, and you have to make a strength save of. Um, 16. 20. You stay up. Okay, so I just slash it across the back of your leg instead. So that is a four plus a five is nine plus the superiority die. Fifteen points of damage. Uh, no, I'll keep going. Okay, I'm gonna put, her, put him down. Next one misses. Second one is a one, so I'll reroll it. Nineteen. Another strength save. Uh, 21. You stay up, but I slash you again. So I just cut up the back of both of your calves, and that is two plus five is seven, <clears throat> 12 for the second. Oh, God. I think that was 15 and 12. And I will stay right there with your own blade pressed, uh, aimed at your chest, at the guard. Done. <laughs> All right, finishing arms go. Chetney, you're up. Oh, God, okay. I've never done this before, but fuck it, cuz. They're doing something that is severely fucking with both courts. I'm going to use my blood maledict. Hey! Okay. I've never done this before, and I would like to amplify it and cast on Birdie the blood curse of the marked with my bonus action. On Birdie? On Birdie. Okay. So I know where she is if she goes invisible cool. again. Do I have to hit her to make that take effect? Okay, so, so the blood curse, the marked, I believe, just increases damage on the on the attacks that you deal against. The is that target. right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What you're thinking of is the uh, uh, an ability you get next level. Oh, that's what it is. Can we level up right now? Real Can quick? we just level no. up real fast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. It does just say yeah, yeah. about the thing yeah. that the, I'm thinking. The brand, the brand of castigation is what you're thinking about, and that's next level. Fair enough. I'm gonna slot. Oh, that is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna slot. I'm gonna jump off the bar. I'm gonna run across the room so I'm in front of those doors, and I'm gonna hold my melee attack action. Until you or Birdie comes this away. Okay, you got it. You really should tell us what you want to do here, Birdie, because I'm fucking side with you. That's it. 
All right, it's Birdie's turn. Birdie's let you go at this point from the strikes and the stabbing and kind of like trying to pull back. Uh, Birdie is going to go ahead and. Okay. So as Birdie stands back, in a similar way that the flame blade extends from your hand, Birdie's left hand suddenly begins to apparate this like pitch black blade of shadow that just emerges and she grasps it and looks to you, Fern, kind of like both of you taller than you and kind of glaring over. It's just like, we'll keep coming unless we finish it. Okay. I was going to go ahead and take uh, two strikes. Or is it the shadow blade? 90 keep coming, years. Keep coming if you don't finish it. 90. Okay, a single 90. attack. That is it's going to be a 13. And this goes for a swing, and how do you dodge it? I, at that point, with my knees, with my calves hamstrung, just sort of crumple for a second and pop back up. <laughs> and then uh, we're just going to go ahead and attempt to circle around up onto this table and begin like hopping from table to table over to this side, just kind of blade still out, kind of just gauging the chamber. You do technically, though unarmed, you do get an attack of opportunity if you'd like to take it, or you can save your reaction. Um, I will save my reaction. All right. With that, Fern, it's your turn. Okay. I am going to try the flame blade again, since it's out and ready to go. Okay, roll another um, strike. Maybe we could just get along. We don't fucking know what's going on. No, it's delicious. No. 19. Yes. That hits. Can I mm -hmm. use my reaction to try and catch her arm? To try and catch her arm? I'll say, are you trying to like stop the attack, grab it, or like just grab it while you're getting hit with it? Uh, grab it while I'm getting hit. Okay. Then yeah, I'll say go ahead. So I'll let her hit me. Okay. Grab the arm. Okay, go ahead and make an athletics check after you roll damage. Okay. Blade made of fire sinks into your shoulder. That's dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. We're taking damage. So I'm fucking fucking with you. cool. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of aggression happening. Okay. I know. Really confusing. Yes. Yes. Okay, twelve oh. points of damage. Okay. Fire Thirteen, damage. and then I yes, fire damage. And then what am I rolling against? You're making, a, you're making an athletics or acrobatics check. Okay. I'll say with disadvantage because you were in the middle of an attack. Okay. So. Okay. Fifteen. Beats it. That's a miss. Yeah. Wait. Right? So what no, do you mean I it? can't. So uh, that beats my. Oh, that beats your thirteen, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Oh, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So you go and grab, and you do hold on as the blade hits and kind of stare forward, but you pull away after the. The sudden brief bit of an encounter, and she does manage to pull from your grasp. Okay. So you strike at me, and a flaming sword cuts into my shoulder. I grab your hand for a moment and I stare into your face. I'm sorry I had to lie to you. Why didn't you just tell me the truth? Would you have believed me? Probably. It's a shame then. My bad. <laughs> so, Fern, you still have your bonus action, your movement, if you'd like. Yes. Okay. So, the on, on deck. Okay, I am going to. Well, that was a bonus action. 
Okay. I am going to bamf out, um, mister. Okay. Whereabouts? Over by Birdie. Okay. On the table over there. Or actually, I'm sorry. Or Could I have him be behind, right behind, bamf him behind um, you? you. And I'm just gonna stay with my my blade into. Okay. Lana, you're up. With you on deck. Lana is very stressed out. Me too. And oh, FCG. And I, you just see shadows start to seep up from in between the cracks of the floor panels in the ground, and they circle up around. Um, Birdie. You and Fern, as I cast Bane on them. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Please, please. I, I know emotions are high, but let's just so stop hurting each other. Saving throws are. Is They're it saving throws. It is. Um, no, it is a charisma saving charisma. throw. Charisma. <laughs> so you know, sixteen save. It's a fail on Birdie. Oh, uh, I mean, your curse is bonkers. 17. Yeah, that's it. Just, just, just saying. 25. Ooh, wow. So just that's Birdie good. gets Bane. Just Birdie. Uh oh. Birdie got Bane. Birdie got Bane. So the shadows kind of wrap and begin to the intertwine within bits of the, like, the fur that kind of oh, uh, encases her lower half. saving throws? Yeah. And attacks. He's a grand alloppery. You. We don't want to kill you, but also we let you go. You, you can't just go killing Fern's parents either. I'm so conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I turn into Imogen. Ooh. Alma, why would you want to hurt me? Okay. Oh. oh, I don't. I don't like that though. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's yeah, your. Yeah, gotta do something else. But then you go and pull that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an action to for your spells. You still have a bonus action if anything. Or are you good? I'll hold it for now. Okay. You. It's your turn. You. <laughs> you. Uh, I use channel divinity. I use. This has paladin shit. Mm. Divinity. Channel divinity, conquering presence. Hmm. On. So, on everybody in a thirty-foot radius. Oh. Make a wisdom save. I thought we were cool. What the fuck? That. Is that fear. Will. Fear. You're probably okay. That'll be everybody. Wisdom save. Yes, wisdom. Wow. Birdie fails. What are we trying to be? 16. Okay. Fail. Fail. 13, but I'm uh, immune against frightened. Success. Success. Fail. Ooh. Okay, so for Wait, those... is this a magical effect? Mm hmm. It is a magical effect. So is I have this a magical oh, effect? From a face, specifically. Oh, yeah, so 20. 
Okay. Nineteen. Ooh. Okay. So who failed then? <laughs> so it's you and Birdie. Oh, you All right. Okay. So, so what's the effect on the failure? Okay. Uh, so on a failure, you're frightened for a minute. Okay. Okay. Must move away. Um, Must move. Can't away. get any closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not gonna help you anyway. Fuck. Okay. So that's your action. Remember when you all <clears throat> found me in the alley being attacked by people trying to steal from me? You murdered them. You murdered them, and then Ashton, you stole their shit. Just business. Right. And so why am I the bad guy now? I could have killed any of you a million times over on the on the bike with Orem. I could have smashed you while you were in my pocket. I've left you to die on that bike, but I didn't. And now what? Now what? I'm going to die here, and you're going to have no answers, not from your mother, not from any of the assassins that will come with much worse intentions than me. Then I guess we'll just have to keep killing every single one of them. It's a good boy. Sign up for that. That's a good point. She's got it. They've got answers. Like, man. Eh. The rest of you. Good luck. All right. So, bonus in a movement? Do you. Uh, as a bonus, I would like. Hey. Ooh. Curse, Birdie. Ooh. With which one? Hexblade's Curse. Hexblade's Curse. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Describe how the curse takes effect on Birdie, you said that. Birdie. Back him up. I reach out. Prisms of rainbow light fly out. They encircle Birdie. And I say, even if I'm gone, you know damn well that they're never going to stop. What are you going to fight? Every single member of the Seely and Unseely courts and the Keeper of the Moon Tides. As you see the fear in her eyes as you're kind of staring at her, and she takes a couple steps back. I guess they just have to keep finding us then. It took you this long. And almost like slips off the back of the table, instinctually trying to step away from the the intense glare that you're giving her. <laughs> All right, you stay put, or you mm-hmm. okay? Finishing that, that brings us to Imogen's turn with the FCG on deck. I am going to cast detect thoughts on Birdie. Ooh, yeah! Let's see. Let's see. What's up? Okay. Uh, you just double check. Right. So you cast a spell, and it has action, you can focus your mind on the creature, blah, 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 yep. All right, so you learn the surface thoughts of the creature. Let me whisper over to you. 
Well, actually, actually, I'll say, are you going to argue diving, pushing yes, past? Yes, immediately okay. Let's go diving. Let's uh, Minus a d4. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I went for it. That's wisdom, right? Yes, it is. Minus the d4 Could makes the difference. Bane, Bane. Guys, D&D Beyond. Unlock all four Spelljammer prequel adventures on D&D Beyond at https colon forward slash forward slash D&D Beyond dot link slash CR space. I played Spelljammer in sophomore year. <laughs> oh, Bane. We should do a Bane children's series. <laughs> I don't want to hear Hex all the juice. Paladin shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is a long ass whisper. I could do this again. DD Beyond, everybody. Look at Laura's face. Oh, she looks like she's. What? This is a lot. This is a big dump for six well, seconds. Two, this is the first time that going like a second level deep. Yeah, worked, or one is, of them. Yeah, like she's like she just went on Space Mountain for the first time. Yeah, kind of. Your nose is bleeding, Laura. Eleven. Ah. Mega one. Ah. Ah. You know what you want. So that was your action. That's my action. <laughs> nice. But there's, so many, there's so many mixed feelings I, I'm having. Suspended um, animation here. Um. Uh, for my bonus action. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk to you, and I'm just gonna say, we can make this stop. We just need to talk. I'm listening. I shift back to my four. Sorry. We can stop by. All right. And I'm just gonna. Just call out, let's talk. But I don't know if anybody's going to listen to me. Okay. So that finishes Imogen's go with a a shout echoing in the muffled wood and metal scrap filled room saying, let's talk. Uh, With that, it is now FCG's turn with a quick Ashton following on that. Hearing that, I will. (laughs) Hi. Hearing that, I will. Uh, I will cast Aura of Vitality as my action, and okay. I will restore two d6 hit points to you. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, let's see how many that is. Five plus six, eleven points. Oh shit! Okay. And just say. Imogen's right, we should all just talk and, and we can work this out. Please. Buddy. All right, that's your action. You have your bonus aura. I think that's anyone? also my bonus. Oh, right, well, to, tr- to trigger the aura? Yeah. Correct. Do you want to stay put or do you want to move? Um, yeah, I'll roll right up and stand. I'll use my body to shield Dusk you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Action. <laughs> it's your go. 
You are frightened, so you cannot actively move closer towards you. Can I scoot around the walls of the of the room at all? You can, yeah. I'm going to make a uh, run to birdie if I can do it. <laughs> you run into birdie. You run into birdie. I run, I run 40 feet. So yeah, I can get right up against Shit. birdie right here. So I can get there. You're a little bit. You can. You're kind of like against the wall and like scooting as far away, which means it gets you up against the table where birdie is. Birdie's still above the table and like at a five foot diagonal from you, but it's right there. Yeah. Can I grapple? If you'd like to, yeah. I'm going to rage and grapple. Okay. So it's a bonus section to a rage. Go ahead and for that would be an athletics check. All right. With advantage. Because you're rage. See uh, what I get, just so I have a. Uh... <clears throat> oh, this is fun. Cool. This will help a lot. Uh, athletics check. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven. Oh, nineteen. Nineteen. Minus a d4. Minus a d4, indeed. Uh, that brings it to a sixteen. So you have Birdie grappled as Birdie's about to leap off the table towards the entrance doorway, hoping to just push past the tiny, angry gnomish man who's currently standing in front of it. Uh, you go ahead and. We're all sitting down and calming the fuck down! <laughs> okay, with that, you now have Birdie grappled. Her speed is zero. She can't move. Stuck under the walls. You don't know what you're doing! Elaborate! <laughs> all right. Alrighty. Oh, do I save against fear? You do, yeah. Or you, you roll to see if you can save it. Yeah. It's a wisdom? I believe it's it's wisdom save for your uh, your presence, right? Uh, 15? Nah, still afraid. Okay. Still afraid. Okay. So, uh, finishing uh, your go there, that brings us to the top. Orem, you're up. Birdie is grappled. You has been partially healed and has done no overtly aggressive actions towards anyone but Birdie. Yeah. Orem circles around to uh, gets behind you and slaps you in the small of the back, and you need to make a dex save, 15. Ugh. Ouch. Uh, 20. Natural 20. The bead, the bead of imprisonment smashes on her back, on their back, and does oh. nothing. Oh. Nothing. No. But we haven't wasted it yet, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. That that's it. That's it. it smashes. <laughs> it smashes. Dude. Oh. Wow. Oh my god. Well, okay. <laughs> we'll move to plan B on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we have plan A? Oh, nope. Yes. <laughs> now I went forward. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, and I will just keep both. That's the end of my turn, so I'll keep both blades. Uh, Trained on Smalley Rack. You got it. Okay. That brings us now to Chetney. Birdie after that. Oh, yeah. What? Sorry. What Ashton said? Yeah, go ahead, Orm. Can I? Can I? Never mind. Never mind. Are you, like, are you attempting to intimidate Birdie? Is that what you're doing? No, me? What What? What? What do you action are you shouting? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying what Ashton said. We're all going to talk it out. Birdie, chill the fuck out. Oh, and I'll actually move uh, closer to, I'm gonna get within melee of Fern, and you, and just holding up, I'm holding up the double, the double doves. Peace. <laughs> Peace. In our lifetime. Okay. Okay. I'll say for the purposes of the intent, she is grappled. I would have both Ashton and 
and uh, Chetney, go ahead and just roll a standard intimidation check as you are both kind of trying to get her to stand down. Intimidation? Intimidation. 18. Natural one. Okay. So she doesn't even see your face as you're just clutching her legs and she's like poof, down onto the table. The fear in her eyes looks up and just sees you kind of shouting that towards you as you have the blades out and then kind of curl over, kind of flanking between where like Fern and her on the table are. Um, everything kind of situated. Birdie just kind of slackens in your grasp. And there's a brief moment, we'll say here, at the what would be Birdie's turn, the initiative order is going to go ahead and pause. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Mark that there. And there's just quiet in the shop, except for the sound of one small glass vial that's been like rolling on the table after Ashton slammed Birdie on his. Somebody touch that. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. okay, everybody, just stay calm. No more stabby stabs. I think we need to have a little consideration that you didn't attack anybody. Had all the opportunity before and after the review. Nice dramatics, by the way. Top marks. Birdie, <laughs> I'm glad you've reunited with your daughter. But holy fuck, we need a little bit of context because um, she deserves it, we deserve it, and we're not killing somebody we really have no idea who they are without it. You, you feel your own blade pressed into the small of your neck and you feel Orem's blade pressed into the small of your back. You also heal four hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. How long does that last? How long does that aura last? It's, I get to do it 10 times. That's too bad. I say out so loud, out loud to Birdie, I know you're trying to do the right thing, but from the looks of it, you're the bad guy. Gives you a confused look. How do you know the Nightmare King? <gasps> I knew what? it! What? How? I knew it! How you? What? Look, uh, some things are bigger than quabbles, and Ira's done some bad stuff in the past, but it's the only person that can help us with this. Thing that's much bigger than all of us. Perhaps he had some good points. He mentioned he ran into you, but he didn't kill any of you. Ira well, he tried. That was yeah, I remember. Name. We talked. They yeah. kept him. Of course, I remember. Was a bad man doing a lot of bad things. And there's a bad person coming in here to do more bad things. And me and your father maybe have not done some great things either. Look where we come from. We're beings based on whim. <sighs> And for this, the first time in both of our lives, we found something that's bigger than all of us. And we've sacrificed a lot to do it, and we've worked with people we're not proud of. But there's something, something real strange going on. If you tell us, maybe we can help and, and, and do the right thing. I'll tell you. If you promise not to let this one go back and tell the rest of her kind what we're working on. I think 
think you gotta help us understand what's going on right now, man. We're still figuring it out. Look, we already knew there was some weird connection with you and that, that red Exandrian moon, but we only have the light of Katha in the Fey realm. Well, you don't have, wait, you don't have the red moon in the Feywa? Rudus is terrestrial to Exandria. Only Katha's light from the Moonweaver finds its way to the Feywa. Except now. Except for about seven or so years ago, it began poking through. And what many have been kind of figuring out, that's strange and odd. It's been offering some odd boons on that side that the Ancelia have been more than eager to try and utilize. But the more we began to look into it because of its connection to our fern, the more we found a lot of, there's a lot of unhealthy history behind that moon. And your father had, well, as part of his attempts to try and figure this out, he began to have visions and nobody believed us. We beseeched the Celia to help, but they didn't believe us because we're um, untrustworthy folk. Criminals, you're criminals. Okay, okay. That word doesn't really hold as much weight as you think it does in this group. Especially not in this city. Well, what, what, what do you mean, visions? What kind of visions would he have? He said he... He saw something about this red moon tearing through in the Feywild and just leaving devastation in its path. And in the center of it, he kept seeing you. You? You, her, Mac. <laughs> Me? Yes, for Okay. Oh, that sounds, did I, did I do something wrong? No, you've done nothing wrong. That's why we didn't take you with us, because we knew when we did what had to be done, we'd be, well, we'd be, Considered fugitives, paragon or, or paragons, whatever the word is, the P, P word. No, it means you've been cast out. Prize. Oh, Prize, that's the thing. Sorry, I wasn't as well learned as some of you. It's a strange but, word, anyway. That's why we left you with more, because we knew you'd be safe there and they wouldn't connect you to us while you were there. How, how, how old are you now? I mean, it's hard to keep on years, but, you know, I'm a healthy early 50, maybe. That looks like it. Aren't you 112? How, how is that possible? I'm, I'm, I'm a lot older than you. You mentioned something strange about that. I get the feeling that maybe, um... You've been gone for a very long time. You shut up. <laughs> you. I give you a little jab in the back of the neck. <clears throat> not, not enough to cause damage. <laughs> you heal four hit points. <laughs> <laughs> she said the unseelie court. Yes. I was taking advantage. Of Ruidus, what is she talking about? They were working with somebody, some 
some Exandrian folk to try and put something together, something arcane that that was going to help further their boons from the Red Moon, and we tried to warn them against it, that it wasn't something to be bringing any good their way, and they laughed at us, cast us off. So we we took we took what was the center of what they were building. Now, think of it from our perspective, where we have an entire complex political system, and these two charlatans come through the court with spouting nonsense about some dreams, and then abscond with a very powerful relic that we are trying to use for the betterment of the entire Unseelie court. Board of Hearing Relic, what are we talking about? What, what is it? That's above my pay grade. Is, is it? Well, it's not above yours, you know what it is. It's the Moontide Crown. It's just, yeah. it's an artifact. We're still kind of figuring out the depths of it, but it has strong ties to the the Moonweaver and the connection of the perpetual moon glow we have in the Feywild. And uh, we're still trying to figure out why it was the center of what they were building, let alone who they were working with. What were you building? Well, this is where we need Ira's help. I mean, your father aren't really machine savvy. So we tried to recall what the basis of, of what they were constructing. He's not a good man, but he's clever. If even both of the courts have cast out this mad scientist, and all of you are trying to capture somebody just for working with him, and what about her? Hmm? Why is she different? Just because you're related by blood? Look up. Do you know much about Iris' hobbies? We know enough. Yeah. Strange bedfellows. I'm going to reach into my pocket. Don't poke me anymore. All right? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I will get what you need. <laughs> Please, help yourself. Inside should be a little hand mirror. Hat hand mirror? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in there? Oh, there's plenty. Right now. Right fucking <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I have to. I'm sorry, it's just the way I made. What else is in your pocket? Um it does tell Fern to just go crazy and do anything. So. Yeah, yeah. Just pull out um, all the pots and not quits. Um I have Which one of these ooh. things is it? <laughs> uh what do you should I maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, you get 50 feet of rope. <laughs> Deep purse. <laughs> okay, so pull out the hand mirror. Right? You know what that is, don't you? Not particularly privy, no. Oh, well. It's something that your friend Ira created. Don't look in the mirror. What's in there? Corrupted versions of my kind. They're trapped in that mirror. Like souls? Like shadows that are sent out to assassinate whoever that mirror is activated and pointed at. Ooh. Don't look in the mirror. Did you look at it? Well, you didn't know how to activate it, though. Oh, okay. That's fucking right. Wait, Ira did that? Yes. It's one of the tools of my trade. 
Which is why I'm telling you that any other assassins that come after me will not have any qualms about using such tools. I didn't. So if you get the crown back, you leave, return to the unseely court, and Birdie gets to go free? <laughs> no. Oh. No. No, even if I let Birdie go free, other assassins with other mirrors will come after you and your husband and your precious daughter. We'll just hide again. I mean... Well, that worked very well for you for about six years. What didn't. happened to the others that came before me, hmm? How did all my arrivals disappear? Hmm. Well, it's a dangerous world here, Xandria. Hmm. Uh, okay, well, uh, we're talking about a, a lot of casualties, not... Uh, Are all of you ready to take that on? Wait, why did you want me to pull us out? Look, if... if <laughs> If it I just wanted to sort of show you how it works or something. There's some overt manipulation going on here, and I just want you to know that whatever... Manipulation? You're built of it. It's your kind. Look, I'm Racist? I understand that there's those coming after us, but if what Hondir says is right, there's only a short amount of time before we have to finish things. Something big's coming. Could you maybe give us a, a little bit of a, a, a clue? We're in a real delicate position just... here, ma'am. We're trying to figure out what to do. The more forthcoming you can be, the better. I was killing children. Do you know this? He was scooping up vagrants and, and youths. I'm certain he was doing it at somebody else's behest. <laughs> That's not good. Look, and I, I'm, I don't, I didn't realize that was the case. I take a little knock to the head right there. <laughs> Look, I didn't know that's what he was doing. We were all trying to raise funds best we could to try and facilitate all this, this, and kind of points around to the room, what, what we've been working on. Look, we came out here and we crossed the boundaries into Alexandria with nothing. In order to try and continue this work, we had to raise funds. I know Ira's been doing some work around here. I didn't know it would lead to that. What are you trying to make? You don't even know, do you? You don't know anything about this. You just have your visions and your sense of righteousness. You. What are you trying to make? We're trying to build a device to discern the true nature of Ruidus and why everything's overlapping. I mean, we have about a month till Fesseran. Around the 21st, the 23rd, there's something that Hondir mentioned called an Apogee Solstice that's coming. We can try to get you out of this right now. Yeah. Not if you're going to continue to work with that one. Look, I can take you to him. We have no. No blood attached to him. He's just some. He's a necessary device to these ends. And to be fair, he sees in his own weird way the 
dangers of what might be coming. Who's paying for all this? You said you're getting funding. I've been doing odd jobs here and there. I've been, you know, between building, helping steal a few things for some folks down here. I was doing work up in Drusar, was paying well. And when did you have intentions of returning to your daughter? Well, once this was done and we knew she was safe. You had no and idea where she was. How could you tell if she was safe? We left her with Maury. Yeah, the problem with ambition and, you know, exploration and science is when it starts hurting innocent people, become something else. Do you even have a timeline for how close you are to achieving some kind of a breakthrough or knowledge, or are you just figuring it out? We're close, it's just, it's missing a couple things. There's, I mean, we only have a month till things get real hairy, so we were kind of on our truncated timeline anyway. I mean, last we reached out, we had hoped that one of the things that I needed to finish the device was something that even was a bit outside of his purview, and we asked if Mori could help make it for us. What was that oh, thing? It gets real hairy in a month because of the Apogee Solstice, right? What's the thing? I need to take you to talk to Hondir. He, he knows it better than I do. I'm not a, not a science person. Who's Hondir? Hondir's a friend that we made here in the city a while back who's also very concerned with all this going on. Mm. What were you having? He's a little goblin fella. He's lived here for a while. He works with a, a, a group of grim folk. Grim folk? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, grim. I can't remember what the rest of it's called. You know, Grim? Just not ringing a bell off the top of my head, but deep a little bit. Hey, Matt. All these... Side question. Mm -hmm. Have I attuned to this blade yet? It takes a short rest to attune. Short rest? Yes. There's all these names and organizations and things that you don't know and suppositions and dreams. Well, I have something concrete for all of you. Do you remember how I introduced myself as Dusk and spoke of a beautiful glen? Beautiful place, and how the Feywild was so enchanting, magical. Sure. Yeah. I believe that. It is. It's the most beautiful place. Lights, song, dancing, anything that your heart desires. Even the darker parts. You also lied straight to our faces and told us you were friends with this one. Look, okay. agent of the Ancelia Court, and I will do whatever it takes. How was I to trust you? You shouldn't have trusted me. If you, you think, did. and you see her to kind of wrestle and try to wrestle an arm free from your grasp, no. you had your chance. I wasn't finished. If you think it's so beautiful and you want to keep it safe, then you would do your best to try and see this through. Because if if you let the people that sent you continue to fuck with the things that they're trying to do, it's all gonna burn. It's your dreams and suppositions against all 
of our culture. Well, it's not just ours. There's a bunch of people out there that have the same sort of feelings, huh, dear? This These grim folk. Sort of feelings. There are there are many people all throughout Exandria and beyond who are starting to put the pieces together, and we're finding each other, and we're trying to do this. We're on a short timeline, and it's ticking real thin here. And people like you getting fucked up in our business is going to make everything fall apart. Your ignorance is going to be the end of it all. Oh. Oh, I see. So we're the big bad bureaucracy that won't listen to the intelligent scientists that are, uh, I'm sorry, kidnapping children. Yes, and we didn't kidnap children, that was Ira, and we have a really intense conversation to have about that. <laughs> well, you see, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know, but it's kind of like lab experiment kind of exploded and took down a tower. Probably a lot of innocent lives there too. It was Red's real messy. No innocent lives there. No. No. no that, that we're not affiliated out. with that. Okay. Anyway. Okay. I have a proposition <laughs> and a question. All of this uh, Red Moon stuff she's been talking about. Have you seen any of this with your own eyes or in your own experience? It's true. Here's my proposition. Short timeline. It gets hairy. Oh, in a month. Right? So here's the thing. I'm real old, but I like a little risk. I would wager that we could stave off other incursions for a month, if that's what it takes to figure out if there's anything to be done to prevent future bad moon flappy stuff. I know that might not be your assignment, but it might keep you alive long enough to go back to the unseedly court with more information than you left with. If in a month, you can't produce results, you get the item back. Honestly, if we don't succeed in a month, there's no reason for us keeping it. If we do succeed, there's no sense in us keeping it. Either way, you can get it back. One way, it's not much to bring it back to, probably. And maybe you help save lives. If in a month you come, you bring the heat, you take her and the item, and for, uh, and we'll see. You, I cannot stress how dire the situation is to have the entirety of the Feywild against one family. Well, it's just one court. There's a lot of folks there that aren't involved in this bureaucracy that you're speaking of. Sounds like a lot of people are in this court, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that sounds reasonable. Yeah, you literally hasn't thrown a punch. It's, uh, it's kind of speaking quite loudly in this scenario. What would stop, what would prevent other assassins from coming? The return of the crown and the death of the Callaways. <laughs> Call Callaways? Like, like just like, the two? Like just or also? Two? Yeah, because I mean, she, I mean, she, Think she's 150 and well, was. I will say. Know about me, so they don't know about Fern. Me. So at the very least, when all this is said and done. Oh, they know. You told them. I was just doing my job. Feel <sighs> a little deeper. Oh, okay. a lot of you see Birdie's Fern. face just go pale. What did you think was going to happen, Fern? Okay. Here, I, I, I would not turn you over to them. You already did. 
But you, you told him I was... Uh, you told him who I was? But how about this? If, if, if we give my parents a month, and if they don't succeed, I can go with you. You'll go with her? Them? I love it there. But they'll kill you. Well, probably not. Uh, they, they, they want to they want to kill my parents and not me. It's called leverage. You would be it. What's leverage? They, they would use you. you against them, yeah. Okay, well maybe that's not a good idea. The well, they, they might not kill you, they might just sort of hold you as ransom. Here's the thing about the Unsealy Court. I understand that we all have our own very specific <laughs> desires and needs and wants. And what I want, Fern, is for you to discover your true potential. Look at you, you've almost killed me. You've just decided to do what you want and not be in the little boxes that this world puts you in anymore. Come with me to the Feywild. If you'd like to. No, she's trying to get in your head, Fern. She is, she is. I can yes. feel like it's like <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's like Play-Doh up there. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> just want to squeeze it. Um, your parents have done nothing but lied to you for 90 years, or is it 90 years, or is it six years? Well, for, for, yeah, it seems I like for good reason. And I will teach you. I will protect you from the courts. Dusk. But I, I feel I'm, 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 I'm protected with, with all of them. I waltzed in here and you almost killed yourselves multiple times before all of this went down. Am I wrong, Chetney? No, this, this is how it usually is. <laughs> it's kind of just how we do stuff. Birdie's glancing over towards you, Fern. Just... How long do you suppose that you will last? With all the courts turned against you. All right, all right. 30 days at least. Enough mind games, you fucked with our head for the past several days. You've, you've infiltrated our, our very comfortable family and, and. Was it really comfortable? Yes. Yes, we, we may be a weird group of oddballs, but we can all at least trust each other. Don't you? And have... we can't say that for you anymore. Don't you have a lady talking to you in your head and nobody's really asked about it? I do have a lady talking in my head, and you know what? She sounds a lot like you do right now. Why, because we have the same sort of accents or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> because she knows exactly what to say to get me to do her bidding. Fern, how have I lied to you? He told you we had to go do something important. To save you. We left you with Maury. Yeah. And we've done everything that we've been trying to do to keep you safe. But at no point have I lied to you. At no point has your father lied to you. I know we've been away, and it was what we thought would... It's the right thing to do. ...would keep you out of this business. That you didn't have any reason to be dragged into. That's changed now, and... I mean, ultimately, you gotta believe what you gotta believe, but just think on it. Yeah. 
it's you you guys were just gone for so long but you know that's how time just works um you have Maury do? What did you have her? You said you needed her to, to, to do something? I, I didn't know how to communicate with her. Um, neither did your father. So Ira said he needed something to finish the device, and so he managed to reach out to her and said that she'd be sending something along. I don't know when it'll show up, but Hopefully in time. The Nightmare King is friends with your grandma? Well, no, I mean all the folks that live outside of the courts kind of know each other. They don't really. <gasps> Maybe they did date. Maybe they did date. Remember we were yeah, talking about it. Yeah, it was like you smell like a cat. Did they date? I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't know Ira's history that well. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what if you're the Nightmare King's daughter? Oh, I'm, I'm not, we're not blood related to Maury. She's oh. just more of an honorary uh, um, family friend. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Her real grandmother? Fan, you have no tie to these people. Fern, you can all come with me. You heard about the Nile Rock? The, the what? Oh yeah, we've heard about I'm the I'm gonna Nile command Nile you to Rock? stop talking. <laughs> Make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fifth, uh, 25. Oh, yeah, you super. You can keep talking. Uh, wait, 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 uh, wait. What do you know about the Gnarl Rock? It's from the Feywild. Yes, we know that. The peace that you have is only a small bit of it, and everybody always ends up returning to it for better or worse. What's it do? It. I don't know. It's just powerful artifacts. In your head, you hear. You know Delilah's listening right now. You know, sometimes it's important to remember that everybody can be an asshole, and this is not necessarily an either-or. And I'm kind of feeling that right now. And while we're on the subject, what did Ira want to do with some fucking werewolves? I don't know. He, he he was hired by some rich some folk up in Dusan. You don't know what the werewolves were about, really? Really, is that a thing? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't ask what its business was. We were all just trying to earn coin and bring back the materials to keep going the machine. We're working on such a tight timeline here. Oh, we had fucking useless. I hit the head again. <laughs> okay, your machine. Are you trying to what? Destroy the connection to the Feywild from Ruidus, or are you trying to destroy Ruidus? Trying to blow up the moon? Oh no, we don't have that kind of capability, but we're just trying to. But if you did, you would. I mean, of course. Excuse me. <laughs> if it's going to hurt our girl, we blow both moons. <laughs> but that's not what we're trying to do. <laughs> that, would, that would throw the, the entire oh. ecosystem off of existence. I don't think it would actually have any effect. That's not true. <laughs> There's nothing. There's no relation. You've got the chutney. There's no relation to those things in the sky. No curvatures, though. Well, no. Nana, Nana did send. Well, 
Maury sent me with something to give to you in case I saw you, and... What is it? It's just a... It's... A rock or something? Yeah, it's just a little it, green gem. Gems? Can I see it for a second? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. I just want to see it. Oh, yeah. I'll... You look at it. It's a, uh, it, it looks like a, a, a green disc of glass. It's like rough on the edges, but it has like a smooth curvature to it, almost like a lens, but it's like a, it's like a deep emerald coloration. And as the, kind of the light hits it, it has almost like a, a slight rainbow flash across it, like an oil slick on a puddle. And I'm, I'm using Identify. Does it have any other? You're using Identify. Yeah. Okay. Magical. Magica. Fucking plot thickens. I still don't. The plot is just so thick. I don't know so who to trust. It's too like thick. Stuck it needs too more milk. Yeah. Milk the and stuff. The problem is none of them. <laughs> none of them are trustworthy. Like That's the should, problem. Nobody's yeah. trustworthy. Feel like we should flip a three-sided coin and just kill one of the three of them. How do you? Maybe <laughs> first. <laughs> well, that could solve all of our problems. I actually. Heads. Tails. Oh. You die. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. I agreed to it, so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to look it up real fast. No, sure. Give me just a second. Feel free to look it up using D&D Beyond. Oh god, she's going to tell us more about ourselves. Everybody listen. It's a little bit of both. Well, I'm going to keep talking anyway. Is that you, you need me. You really do. If you're with us, will other assassins stop coming? Yes, as long as I keep giving reports. Well, then why don't you just stay with us? I suppose I could. All tied up. Why don't you give your first report now? Hmm. <laughs> Jab. Heal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I healed myself How do you at give the us end. Reports? <laughs> just in my head, you know. And you said your unseely court? Mm-hmm. But which is still a court. Yes. And then there's a seely court, mm -hmm. which they're in. Mm-hmm. But well, they said they were yeah. not in a court. Because they're more outside of the courts and trying to steal from both of them. And the, well, he's. Maybe Are you hot on the trail? Or maybe we should sorry, sort, sort of like you? stop down for a while. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him look. Okay, up. there we go. go okay, it is the best you can ascertain. It's it's not like a known magical item. Okay. Um, but the best sort of term you can come to is what's called a weave lens. A weave, weave lens. And. You kind of pull it up, and as you glance through it, and you kind of move, kind of looking through it at everyone around you, every piece of magical equipment that your friends are wearing seems to be giving off a glow. And then if you focus on the glow for a second, you can't really, you're not sure the nature of it, but there's like patterns and letters and, and symbols across each of them. Who's got the weave lens right now? I think you can see the magic. Yeah. They look like runic or language? Both. It's like God's Google Glass. God binary code. Yeah. Letters? Spoken language. 
Um, Spoken language. Uh, yeah, I yeah. There's there's. Yeah, I've, I've, I've explained what I'm seeing. Okay. So you're you've got a lens and you're moving around the room. I'm looking through. I can look through the lens. Yeah. And at everything has just like a little, like an IKEA catalog pointing to it, saying, "A Malm, fourteen ninety nine. Kind of like and if, while you when you <laughs> kind of look through it and you activate it, uh, it like let's say you see like for instance his hammer, mm-hmm. right? You look over at, at their hammer and you see the hammer itself is kind of glowing. And then in a brief look, where all that glow is, you can see patterns kind of like shifting around it, almost like the magnetic field of magical energies that swirl around it. And looking even closer still, where that those bands of energy are, there's like very, very faint patterns across it. And you look closer at the patterns for a second, and it looks almost like there's script or some sort of a, a runic language that is creating these these Whoa. patterns. Freshka, what do you see on you and Birdie? I can't, I look at my hand. <laughs> I can't really see me. Do yeah. I see magic on my hand or anything? Uh, nothing on your hand, no. Not you, you. Oh, I mean, oh that's you. what you meant? You? you. Oh, you sorry. <laughs> I mean, there is, I guess you see a very, very faint kind of glow, just kind of the general nature of your existence seems to have a very subtle layer of magic. Okay, I'll look at you. you. Any distinct colors or patterns? Uh, no, th- there is no, there's nothing, uh, of a magical enchantment based on the physicality of you. You do see a number of items on them that are emanating what magic. What items do you see? Look at, look at you, show us. What do you see? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I should have asked. You uh, see two rings I... on <laughs> opposite hands. You see a, the pair of like kind of dark gauntlets that are on their hands. Uh, what else does uh, Fresh Cut Grass see? My robes, a faint sheen, shimmery, nothing wild or, or dangerous about it, just that it's very nice. Okay. And uh, my boots give off kind of a, 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 a faint glow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll look at uh, Fern's mom, I suppose, as well. See if she's care- packing heat. Uh, you see the, uh, kind of in a small sheath to the side, there's a short sword that gives a, a faint emanating glow. Um, and that's it. Not so, carrying a lot on her. So you were supposed to give this to whom again? Oh. Grandma uh, Mori gave this to me that if I ever saw my parents, I would give it to them. Oh. So. Well, it doesn't seem harmful. No, what is this? I don't know the specifics of it, but it's supposed to go into the thing that, that Ira's been working on, both Ira and your father. We're going to give it to the Nightmare King. We are going to utilize it to assemble something that'll hopefully help us ascertain exactly what's coming. Is that the missing piece you were talking about before, this little green lens? It might be, if that's what Maury gave you. That was who. That was why I reached out to her. We should go with you. Himself, the we Nightmare King. Maybe it's just an unfortunate name. Maybe he's a nice guy. No, he's a he's terrible guy. Really not a nice guy. Okay, well, uh, it's I mean, just he's a theory. Just like a little weird. But this yeah. is fortuitous. We don't even have to wait a month. We can like hightail it over there. We'll get some results. Maybe you come out looking like a champ. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Imogen, this is something you've been wondering about too. No, I, I, I know. 
I really want to see what they're building. They just said they would blow up the moon if they, they had their capability. Yeah. If they could, they said they'd blow up the they moon. Did. They I'm did. Not I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to protect you know? my daughter. Now, I'll, I'll tell you what. You want this back? Sure. We'll give it to you when all this is done. If you can hold off, if you can disappear and and be just on the tip of our tail for the next month or so, let us finish this out, we'll give it back to you. And you can return, and if you need some blood on your hands to prove it, me and my husband, I've talked to him first to make sure he's okay with it, but I'm sure he'll understand. We'll come back with you, but you do not touch Fern. I'd never dream of harming your daughter. You'd never be able to harm their daughter. Sounds like we got a deal. Here's the thing, though. Shit. Here's <laughs> number one, what are you going to do when other assassins come after you? And number two, I don't mean that you just need me in order to make reports. I mean you need me. You all couldn't decide on breakfast if it was all laid out in front of you on a buffet. Okay, so that's getting a little So many personal. options, that's why. <laughs> Maybe we like to peruse. Sadly. <laughs> and you know what? This is for your benefit right now, because if we were more decisive, you'd be dead. She's got a point. Yes, that is very and true. And you would have no answers. We have, have plenty of answers, because guess what? I can find them. You know what would help mm. with answers? Mm. Jab. You. you let Imogen in. I don't like this plan. Now, here's the funny thing, is that when you force somebody to let somebody else into your mind, that's still not really asking for permission, is it? It's a way Wouldn't of you say it's kind solving of... this really quickly. I'm not really interested in your semantics. Sure, but just devil's advocate here because you've been pretty fucking chill, I gotta say. If we're gonna ask for trust on her behalf, maybe we should exercise some of our own. What are you proposing? Well, we don't dig around in their head, and in turn, she gives us a month, maybe a little less. And you get time to figure out what you need to figure out. You get to put your little green bottle cap on, we get to blow up the moon, and everybody goes away to Wiser. idea. You, is there any option in leaving this with some sort of agreement for you? Because Chutney has a nice little plan, but feels like this kind of lies on you to be receptive to it. You get to be the hero. The end of the month, you bring home the crown and the Calloways. Wow. And wow. maybe your little ruidus in the Feywild problem is also fixed. And you get to say you helped aid in that endeavor. You have a month. You have a month, but I will be checking in because I don't trust you or your husband. And I don't necessarily trust that all of you will be able to get this job finished in the same efficient way that I would be able to. That's fair. That's, that's I mean, this totally is absolutely fair. Yeah. 
yeah. not necessarily personal. I just I, look. We, we've come a long way in this we negotiation. Have. Okay, it's so just business. Where will you go for a month? I'll be following you. How do we know though that you're not going to go there and just? Well, where are we going? Send out a. a I suppose alarm. you don't. I suppose you don't know that I haven't done it already. I have an idea. It would take a little field trip, but I know a ring that will work perfectly with your aesthetic. <laughs> and it would just give us a little bit of peace of mind to know that you're not going to literally uh, jump out of the bushes and stab us in the back. To track me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what good would that do? Keep us yeah, from seriously. having to throw her in the hole for 20 minutes and seeing what happens. Are we talking about trust, well, though? Well, it's tenuous trust, let's be honest. Let's just call it what it is. I don't trust you. Nope. That's fair. I don't trust you. That's fair. Nobody trusts anybody. I trust everybody. Oh, I know you You're do. very trustworthy. Yeah, that's true. Can I stand up? Yeah, all right, whatever. <sighs> Wipes the blood from her nose. Can we keep your sword? No. Oh, it's a cool sword. Thank you. It was given to me by the court. Oh, the Unseelie court? Mm-hmm. Who's the head of your court? Wapner. Wow. <laughs> Who is it? Wapner. <laughs> the, the great Wapner. <laughs> I'm not going to give away oh. <laughs> you, know, you, don't know, you, know. you don't know their name, do you? <laughs> no, just, I'm from, yeah, if you want to, you can tell them, but it's your call. Judy. No. agent just give us away information like that. See, that makes sense. Huh? Can I see that little um, green gem real quick? Sure. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna look at you slash Dusk's sword mm-hmm. through it. Because I don't think you didn't look at that. It's I just kind of did a or big scan of the whole body. Okay, so I'm gonna do like a kind of zoomed in look at it. Okay, I, I, will, say it, I will say it's, I will say it's at, the, at the cusp of the end of its enchantment because it just lasts for a short time and activated. Oh, in, in this form, it, it it still feels a little raw, like, un, I'm not going to say unfinished, but a little rough. Um, so as you glance over, you get a, a moment of it, and it appears to be, you know, fairly magical. You see the same kind of entwining, kind of almost like a spiral of strange, like, textured threads of energy that kind of carve up the crystalline blade, um, and then they just kind of fade as the the gem loses its Any script or? Yeah, similar to all the other magics, but everything, all the script's a little different to each one. Can I read it? Uh, it what languages do you know? I have Eyes of the Runekeeper. You do? Yeah. Uh, so what this does, uh, looking at it, the language Itself is, is is an ancient Sylvan basis, uh, and but like a, a a runic inscription version of the Sylvan language that is used for uh, pressing ideas and philosophies and uh, truths 
onto weapons as part of an enchantment. Um, you don't understand the process of enchanting, so you're not quite entirely certain as to how this pertains to it. Um, but from what you can tell, it tends to be about uh, banishing shadow and then creating shadow in the same stroke. Hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. That's it. Yeah, you can have it back. Don't um, trust me with rocks. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> this birdie kind of stretches a bit. A month, do we have ourselves a deal? What guarantee that I, do I have that you'll even give it back? What guarantee, what guarantee do I have that you're not going to come back with four more assassins and kill us? I work alone, but I suppose you only have my word about that, don't you? Mm. Well, I've been very forthright about most things, but Bertie Calloway, on the other hand, her whole life has been a liar and a thief. Thief, yes, I'll take that gladly. A liar I'm not. I suppose that's our problem now. You shake hands and she kind of pulls you in and in your ears says, if you touch a hair on Fern's head, I will rip you asunder. Even if she asks me to. No response. What's your passive perception, by the way? Uh, uh, 13. Got it, cool. That was a good hit. That was a good hit. Um, that was a love tap. I assume. Uh, <laughs> so what happens oh, now? We need to go see whatever it is you're, you're building. Okay, I, I, I can take you there. Not you. Why not? Because our paths diverge at this point. We've made our deal. Well. If you're good, if you're as good a hunter as you say you are, you'll find us, right? I will. I'll always find you, and you won't even know it's me sometimes. <gasps> Have we met you before? <laughs> Don't trust Are you the mighty Panther King? Are you Dorian? <laughs> <laughs> you watch as. Birdie kind of walks around you, maintaining eye contact, and goes to the front door and just pushes it open. Be in touch. You. Mm-hmm. Her sword dips for a second in orm, lightning fast slashes both of her sleeves, doesn't cut her at all, but rips open both of the sleeves of the shoulder, spins it around. You wanted to get my coat off. All you had to do was ask. The face morphs again to a very attractive half-elf man. Hard pass. Oh, what a pity. Kind of thought I was special, but I. Oh, you are. It's fine. You don't try to make it. Oh, I meant it. Who knows? Take your basic ass looks. And get the fuck oh. out. <laughs> I change into Ashen and I'm like, oh, 
So long, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Gordy slams the door. <laughs> Takes a deep breath. <sighs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> she, it was actually pretty good. That was. You don't kind say, of got you. Don't sound like that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Where's Papa right now? He's back at her. Hideout, base lab, I don't know. We haven't discussed a name for it. Um, it's about 45 miles east of the city. The Callaway Layaway. I just came up with that, sorry. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, here, I gotta, I gotta try and smooth this over with him, or Joe, and apologize for Causing a ruckus in a shop here. I gotta pick up a couple things. I start using my telekinesis and I start using picking my up hands. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. Just I gotta gotta go talk to a friend here, and then I'm heading on back. What if, friend? Yeah, I think we're you'll like, understand if we don't fully trust you. Of course, no. Come, please. He can help talk about some of the things that I don't quite fully understand. Hondir. 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 Yeah. All right. Here. Well. Uh, where do we meet you? No, 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 we're going together. I'm okay, not leaving okay. you alone. No, 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 we're not, not leaving that. you alone either. I'm real sorry. You know, there's a diminishing return on apologies. You are aware of that, right? Yeah, it's valid. Well, here, uh, I'm Birdie, friend's mom, take it, you're friends. I'm Chutney, Huckabee, master craftsman. Laudna. Laudna, all right. Fresh cut grass. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Unique one. I like you. I can see why you're hanging around with it. Yeah. Imahara. Fern. I don't know who you are, girl. Your daughter. <laughs> it's been a very long time. I feel like I don't know you. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. This time thing sounds strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. You hear in your head, Imogen. And pleasure. Orm, man. Orm. Ashton, I definitely feel like I know you. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's finish up here. I'll go talk to him, Arjo, and then we'll just walk and talk. As I'll take it from there. <laughs> Thank you for not killing me. No. Yeah. No. Uh. Your friend's mom. Of course. Of course, we're happy to have you with us. <laughs> And you seem to be doing good. At least you think you're doing good. Trying. <laughs> I think we're all excited to continue to learn. Yeah. Um, I say in, oh wait, no, I can't talk in your head. <laughs> I just look Try. at you. <laughs> I, I make eye contact with you. What, what, in your head, you hear, what, what are you trying to say something? Um, yes. <laughs> Shit, what was I gonna say? <laughs> In my head, I just hear. Come on. I remember what I was gonna say. I'm so sorry. I just it's so wrong. He's old. He's old. Would you be comfortable if I 
told her that you were Ruidus born as well, or should we keep that a secret? I mean, I don't know if I am Ruidus born, Fern, but... I think you are. We'll talk about it. Okay, we'll talk about it. I'll, yeah, I'll take I, I don't lead. have a problem with that. I... Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. In your head, you're... We might have something in common. Oh, that'd be crazy. That's pretty exciting. That'd be cool. At this point, Bertie has a conversation, deep apologies to my Joe passes some uh, hefty bag of coin that you can see was kind of tucked away in a backpack that she had. He kind of acknowledges, well, 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 we'll take care of, thankfully not too much damage was done around here, but next time, please take it outside. That's all I ask. She's like, of course, of course. Now, trust me, I wasn't expecting any of this, and uh, you know, it's a rough tumble town. Stuff happens. Uh, do you um, have the most recent order? And he's like, yeah, we got most of it. Uh, it's, there's only so much we can collect around here that isn't being taken quickly by all the different collar gangs, but I managed to hold aside what I could for you. Pulls out a satchel, hands it over to you, and you hear like kind of the heavy sound of what sounds like like either thick glass or crystal clinking within the inside. And for uh, your perception, you do notice from the side of one of the flaps what looks to be a dull blue glow emanating from the inside of it. She takes mm. it, kind of puts it over her shoulder. Well, thank you kindly, Mahari. You uh, you don't know the good you're doing. Um, this is my daughter, by the way. Uh, I think you two have met. We did. He he told me I look like you. I, I did, I picked it up. You guys, you know, don't see a lot of satyrs out this way, but uh, happy to meet family. Anyway, I'm gonna, am I repairing your your uh, uh, your skirmisher? Oh, Maybe. yeah. I mean, in case I we mean, need it. I mean, it's a lot of money, I'm, I'm assuming. Is it? Yeah, what's the repair? We never actually discussed cost. Uh, well, this will take me a few hours to do, but I can probably get it uh, done for, based on the damage it's taken here, about, about 100 and, 110 gold? I got about that left. And uh, at this point, you, Birdie reaches into her pouch and goes like, I, I got this, is, this is partially my fault for all this wow. business here. Uh, let me at least try and do some good on that end and go ahead and get that fixed up right quick. Plus, if you guys got a vehicle and I got one too, we can ride a lot faster to where we're going, which means we could leave some people in our dust. Oh. Oh, by the way, she's going to have a harder time following us and she pulls out a ring on her hand. It's like this dark kind of metallic ring got the sense that she was um, following us somehow, and it'll be the first time that I've encountered someone from her kind who have used this to track us down, so. Uh, oh, wait, you got that from her? What, you think that handshake was trying to seal the deal? Nice, like mother, like daughter. Aww. I told you I'm a thief, unabashed, not a liar. Well, it's so funny, I happen to be very good at, at just Borrowing things from people for. Oh, and you got to keep that oh, mirror I'm too. You so never oh, I didn't give it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> don't I, look at the mirror. Don't I look forgot. At it, don't no. look at the mirror. Did we give her the mirror back? No, the, the mirror back? No way. We, we had to give her the mirror back. I don't know. Did you give the mirror back? the mirror. We didn't talk about it. Didn't say it. You tell me. I had mimed that I put it in my pocket. Then you have the mirror. You also mind you have pockets everywhere. <laughs> pocket, you, are, you are all pocket. <laughs> the flap. Yeah, nice. Rob Liefeld like... designed you. It's great. Um, <laughs> one of your satyr gills. Yeah, one of my satyr gills. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have gills now. Well then, on, on to uh, on the hundiers then. Yeah. Come on. All she right. goes ahead and opens the door and kind of peeks out carefully, looks both ways. If you see her, whoever they are, following. 
You let me know. I don't think we'd know if it was them. Shit. We'll try. You guys all follow Birdie? Yes. Yeah. And just for a clarification, Birdie and you, they're both Fey. Would they have distinct sense to my nose? Correct. Different different lineages. Okay. You know, one is definitively a changeling, one is definitively a satyr. Um, but both of Fey ancestry. Nice. Also say from this moment on you can assume that Orm is using his twenty-six passive perception to look for someone following them, even if he doesn't recognize. Good to know. I will keep that in mind. As you follow Birdie out into the now hot, late morning sun over Bassarus, we're gonna go and take a break. Hey! Um, can bring back to the table, Eric Ishii. She might be in the restaurant, oh, actually. She's got all her Maybe she's just using her. We do have dope-ass craft and a popcorn sandwich. There she is. Come back to the table as we go to break. There we go. Oh, man, Erica, so many crosshairs. Oh, Erica. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. That was great. I what needed. What was your plan? Well, now it's to take a nap. This has been a day, even before the game, of, of deep treachery and duplicity. Save it for four sided die. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. Oh, true, true, true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Treachery knows no bounds. I'm so impressed. And your character, too. Seriously. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. She asks me to. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, thank you so much for joining us. This is so much fun. Yeah, well, you, you might maybe back. Yeah. yeah we'll see where the story yes. threads Holy go from here. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, before we head off to break and jump off from there, where can everybody find you on the Oh. Yeah. oh. Uh, well, I'm at Erica Ishii on Twitter, at the Erica Ishii on Instagram. Um, I think I just finished a run on Dimension 20. Yeah, Yeah. And follow me for some very interesting announcements a little later this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right on the Exactly. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. No blast. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Alrighty. So we'll go ahead and take break here. We'll back here in a few minutes. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Oh hey there, Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create, inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics, like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts, like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com, or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. So many teenagers waiting to be adopted from foster care feel like their lives are over. They've given up hope of having a permanent home and are terrified of aging out with no support system. Right now, more than 113,000 children are waiting to be adopted in the U.S., 
The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is dedicated to finding them the right family before it's too late. Learn how you can help at davethomasfoundation.org slash learn more. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi, and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an Aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames. Dot com. Use code Critical Role at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. <laughs> so, in the immediate aftermath of the conflict within Imaharjo's shop, following but sticking close to Bertie Calloway and the path that she leads you towards her next meeting of the day here in Bassarus, making quick work, and you can assume, based on the conversation you had previously, brief stops into town for reasons like the individual that just tried to kill her. Um, but along the way, you know, she's just keeping an eye out, and occasionally she's kind of looking back at you, Fern, and smiling. Um, along the way, you are welcome to ask any questions that you would like to as you're all pushing through uh, where you are in the shop. and would be heading kind of eastward in, in a direction not entirely certain where, but she's guiding you through some of the alleys. We're staying in, in town, right? We're going to a place in. Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're staying in town. Uh, Hundir's uh, kind of laying low. Uh, he had a place, but I think last last I heard, he was moving towards more of a safe house because he thinks he might. He's also running from some people, different people. How big of a, a group is everybody working on 
all of this? Well, primarily for, for where we're doing at our hideout, or sorry, the Callaway getaway. Um, it's just the three of us. Layaway. Layaway? Callaway, layaway. Callaway, layaway. Getaway is good. Getaway is good. Well, I can go either. Um, the CG. But yeah, it's just it's just me and your father and uh, Ira uh, primarily working out of there. And then we come occasionally and speak to Hondir here, who is in a similar line of research, and we kind of share information. and. Uh, he has a much larger network of individuals, but for safety reasons, we kind of keep it as uh, stretched thin as possible so people can't be traced and found to each other. Uh, we're not the only ones, apparently, who are figuring out some weird shits going on up there. So uh, we've we found a network of some folks that seem to be on the right and uh, up and up. They've helped fund some of the things that we're working on and we've been sharing information a bit. Uh, but Hondir, he stepped in something recently, or at least some folks close to him, so he's been laying real low. So we've shifted to, and you see her kind of like lick her finger and kind of start looking at the skyline. I think it's I think it's that one. And you notice she's pointing to the storm cisterns, the large metallic towers that kind of wind up throughout the city, kind of looming over the various buildings and neighborhoods, these massive kind of multi-textured uh, iron and metal constructs that collect the monsoon waters and keep it for the uh, townsfolk and the various farmland that they can barely manage to maintain within the city. But well, real quick. Uh, Looks at Imogen and sends her a message. Should we tell them about Odon? What if that's who they're referring to? Like as, as far as Hondir goes? Well, the, the people you also know. Uh, I mean, we should, we should probably tell them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, getting, it's getting worse. God, I'm not sure. Oh, you got it. Traps, honestly. Just said past the souls. <laughs> They're quite friendly. <laughs> Um, following very long to the base of one of the large cisterns, which kind of looks under it and looks around the outside. And inside one of the kind of doorways that marks uh, one of the entrances to the exterior pattern of the cistern, she finds one like cross mark on the metal and kind of feels for it. All right, this is the right one. So we're going. Uh, to that maintenance shed right there. And you can see it maybe about 15 feet from this entrance of the cistern. Not the cistern itself, but across the street, there is what looks to be a small, kind of ramshackle wooden shed uh, that is uh, closed and kind of buttressed against uh, either a warehouse or some sort of a nondescript building. You're uncertain what the interior of it holds. But she kind of looks around quickly, ushers you all over to it, and there's a little Kind of pocket alley aside where it's shaded, and she kind of dips into it and invites you all to come join there. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna look at the marking before I head across. I just want to look at what she was looking at okay. to get an idea of it. Uh, from what you can see, it looks to be uh, two kind of metallic scrape marks, like something someone took sharp metal and kind of dug grooves into the metal that form an arrow that kind of loosely points in the direction of where that shed was. All right. 
I know Orm's got his eyes open, but can I use my keen nose to smell for any fae in the area, a multiple number to denote what we might be walking into? Certainly. Uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. 17. Okay. You uh, both feel fairly confident that at the moment you are not being followed. So, there's that. Okay. Any additional smell on the wind as we approach wherever Birdie is taking us? Okay. Uh, nothing catches <laughs> oh, your attention at the moment. Now, <clears throat> you approach the shed, and it's. Uh, there's like a the the as you come across, you can see the there's a uh, kind of a second floor above it with a, uh, a middle platform that's kind of ragged and the, the wood has kind of fallen and rotted in and you can see it looks almost like hands like the way that the balcony edge has kind of crumbled into itself uh, and stepping below into the side of the alley from beneath it into the shed, Bertie goes ahead and opens the door, looks around, and then dips inside the shed and kind of invites you all. <laughs> As you all begin to step in, you realize the shed is maybe like ten foot by ten foot. Oh wow! And so she's like, oh, wow. I, well, I, "I usually just come here myself, so I you just hold hold on a second And if you, everybody hold their breath. We all, if you just just get out of the sun at the very least, or hang off the side till, and she she pushes one of the chairs and scrapes it over and kind of pulls some of the dust back from the ground, and you can see there's a trap door in the bottom oh. of this. Kind of big room. <laughs> Knocks. Hello, hon dear. Birdie. On here. Why do I hear more voices? <laughs> there are more foots. I think you're being followed. Now they're with me. Who's with you? Are you fucking me? <laughs> no, just. <laughs> so lucky. Look, we need. Real subversive. <laughs> Look, we. We've gotten a kind of a situation here, and we're you know the timeline we're running on, and I, I think I have some some folks who were at least curious about our work. Let me see them. And you hear <laughs> the trap door pushes over, dust <laughs> kind of clouds out in the space a little bit, and you immediately see there, like standing beneath this kind of hunched, crotchety-looking goblin who uh, has this like massive monocle in one eye and the chain that kind of dangles down and is attached to a lapel pin. It looks like he's wearing a, a nice jacket, but it's just covered in dust and it's tattered at the edges, like a, a semblance of, of high dress that has been worn and uh, enduring the elements of some time ambassadors. You immediately get the, get the sense that this individual either wishes to dress above their station or is definitely not from the city. Um, kind of glances up at the monocle. So this is, um, you trust these people? Well, I mean, I kind of have to. It's my daughter, Fern. Yes. Hondir. Hello, Hondir. Uh, we're we're very trustworthy. You can trust all of us very, very much. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Oh, wow, that's okay. That's, hold on. Seems like that's too high. I'm really sorry. Two numbers. The perception yeah. you said? Persuasion. Uh, 23. 23. Wow. Persuasion or? Persuasion. Or? Okay. 22. 22. 22. 
kind of skits up a little further in the light, and now that you can see more light on his face, you see this like uh, kind of jet black Van Dyke that goes into like a gray point at the bottom that kind of fizzles out a little bit, like a <laughs> they kind of like adjust the monocle and glances in, kind of squints the other eye, goes, yeah, it does look like your daughter, I guess. Um, the rest of you look as rough and humble as anyone from the city. Um, just so you all are aware, I'm happy to bring you within, uh, but also I have everything ready to explode. So if you do anything, I take you all with me. Good? We good? All right, come inside, come inside. He turns around and hobbles back down this like advanced kind of wooden ladder that kind of creaks with each step. And you all look down, and from the bright light that's outside, it just looks like a dark pit from where you are. Um, do you all enter after Birdie? Oh, yeah. Okay, as you enter below, it takes a moment for your vision to adjust to the low interior light, because the only light source you have in here are uh, two lanterns and now a ball of light that kind of fills the space within. Um, here, within this, this this little basement area, it looks like it was once a storage region of this shed, uh, but it's now been, it's it's a little hidden sanctuary in the way that a, that a, that a prepper that thinks the world has ended is hold himself away and there are just bags and satchels of different types of dried food and goods to kind of keep him going the whole time he's down here. You see some books scattered around. Uh, you also see there are a number of uh, crossbows that are kind of bolted into the ceiling with ropes attached to them that all swing back to one large chair that's facing the entryway door. Awesome. And he has it kind of like tied off to the side, and he's like, oh, just be careful not to trip on this. It'll be very bad for somebody sitting over there. Um, uh, and also, and he begins pointing out, and you can see there's you know, the dynamite sticks that you purchased. Oh. There's at least 12 or so Yo. that are embedded at different areas within here. You wasn't lying. Ah! I smack Imogen. Why? Watch out for your fireball! There's dynamite everywhere! What? Fireball? Yeah, a light. The it's made fuck? of fire. It's made of electricity. Oh. Sorry about that. Is your face okay? Why did you just slap Imogen? Why did you want to kill all of us? Wait, why would she do such a thing? Chad? Use your words, Chad. <laughs> Carry on. You don't even make me a toy like you make for everybody else, and then you slap me. Well, the yours case. is quite intricate. It's got more to it than the others. I haven't seen you working on it at all. <laughs> it's a slap guard. That's part of it. It's the mystery. Anyway, please, somebody <laughs> close. Right, carry on. Somebody close the, the hatch behind you, please, if you do not mind. Fine, fine. Oh dear, I have an important question. Yeah? Uh, what's your take on kidnapping children and using them in experiments? Ooh, That's terrible. Right to the chase. Terrible, right? Mm -hmm. Terrible? I look over at You're Birdie. You're not doing it, are you? It's terrible, Birdie. Are they kidnappers? You hear that? And Birdie's like, no, oh, they're not kidnappers. And yeah, I look, I, I didn't know that he was doing anything like that. I didn't. Inside check. Inside check. Make an inside check. Come on. on that. Oh. Yeah, I read right through you with an 11. Oh, <laughs> Natural 20 for 21. Yeah. <laughs> Some whispers. Whispers! But I threw away the piece of paper that has the thing I'm supposed to whispers. say on Whispers. It. It's way back there. Something about D&D Beyond and Spelljammer. Check, Check it, it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. D&D Beyond <laughs> slash critical role. Where's Sam Rigal? We need to get him back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. 
God, that's how this night started. Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> he could be anywhere right now. <laughs> Speaking of shape changers, he's probably at home. <laughs> like, hey, honey. Andir <laughs> <laughs> so, comes to rest in the chair and kind of like reaches over and uh, grabs like a small stone that he's just kind of fidgeting within his hand as he kind of glances over each view with the, uh, the thick monocle. What's the stone look like? Is it? Um, just like a make, worry stone, or does it look like check. some more of this gnarled rock? Or every perception? stone is like every stone is everything's from the Feyre realm. Oh, yeah, that's good. So nineteen for twenty-three. Making you all paranoid about everything. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, twenty-three. You glance at it. It's, 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 rocks. It looks like a smooth river stone, <laughs> but it has what looks to be some sort of a groove written into it. It's and not dissimilar to what you guys had uh, commissioned for the large bomb. It's some sort of. What you gather, a, f a similar detonation device. Oh. Mm -hmm. Did we use that bar? I don't think we did, but our car kind of. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the bomb went off when our car just got slammed. Uh, it did not. It didn't. Thankfully. All right, great. Did we so we retrieve it? it? Yeah. Then it's, no, you have your car, it's being repaired. No, the bomb. No, the bomb is still in the vehicle. Oh, oh he left the bomb. Oh, so you did give him a heads it. up about Do you want to send him a hard show just to know, <laughs> to like, diffuse explosive device? It's not set. It's not set. He's used to this. You hear this bassy note. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end is no longer in Bathros. Um, no, no. So, uh, as he's kind of holding the stone, he goes, "Now, which one of you are faithful?" Faithful. Faithful. What? To like a a, 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 a spiritual god of some sort. Yes, what do you pray to? Uh, oh, oh uh, actually, are, do we have us pray? I'm a little beholden to the moon, but that's about it. I, I believe in people. Same. Yes, we are. Um, okay. Zealots of humanity. <laughs> it's a good answer. I like this answer. Takes the stone and kind of rests it a little gently into his pocket. <clears throat> Uh, you, so, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we need to unpack that. Is it? What was the wrong answer? Don't worry about it. Oh, man. So uh, you are all here with Birdie. Um, I am not used to having guests, let alone no faces, so please, uh, I ask for your understanding uh, in my um, uh, anxiety. What does it smell like? Okay, uh, smells like uh, some heavy goblin body odor. Got it. Um, what, it what it looks like. Right, okay. uh, you do pick up in the room scents of like black tea, mm. as well as the familiar smell of explosive material. Um, old books, uh, and like like a fresh smell of like like old charred paper and wood. Cool, that's what you pick up. Um, so, uh, Birdie, um, we're okay to talk in front of them. Yes, it's okay to talk. We're um, as you can see, I I I think I have almost enough. Hope, hopefully enough. I don't know. I'll have to talk to Ira about it. But we're to try and get as much this device done, just so you folks are aware, kind of what, what, what I was working on now that we're, she glances back towards the hatch, we're in a less public space here. Um, so from what I understand, and take over please if I start meandering off this, but like there's, there's a lot of these things that run across Exandria. It's called ley lines. They're, they're, they're it's kind of this, this, this net of magical energy and they, um, at various points that are referred to as nexuses, uh, fantastical things can happen. Sometimes this is where uh, 
doorways can open to different realms. This is where certain rituals can be extremely potent, um, specifically at certain times of the year, right? This is correct. So, um, there is a unique network of ley lines across uh, Murkid, um, specifically within the Hellcatch Valley. Um, or at least recently there is. Things are shifting. And we believe this to be the sign of an upcoming apogee uh, solstice. So there is a thing called uh, celestial solstice. Every, like, a uh, few decades, there is specific alignments of astral bodies, um, and specific energies tend to overlap and create a, a, a synchronization or harmonization of, of powerful entities. And what it does is it then makes these nexuses even more potent. Uh, this is used for great and terrible effect, depending on how history wishes to look at it. Um, but the apogee solstice is a rare thing indeed. Um, historically, these solstices are so powerful as to often rewrite the face of these lines across Alexandria, which is why the study is continuous. Looking through history, the, the makeup of Alexandria's lines uh, has changed many times, usually surrounding one of these events, and we begin to notice some of them shifting. The timing is not perfect. The mathematics are, are vague, and it seems there are many reasons we don't fully understand as to when or how it happens, but because these shifting of lines, uh, some of my compatriots and I have come to believe that one of these is imminent. And the math that is clear puts us about a month away. Um, are, are we close to one of those nexus points? See, that is what we're trying to figure out partially for what the birdie is helping with. Um, this device that they are working on, uh, how do I put this? Our research has required some of my compatriots and I to, um, to acquire bits of information that put us at risk. And um, in doing so, we have to do a lot of our work in private. I am not the person who likes to work from the shadows, but there are um, political powers across the lands that would like to be both the forefront of this information and equal to misuse it for personal gain. So there are other people that know about it. There are others who have inklings, perhaps. Um, I myself, uh, looks back to Bertie. You tell them, it's my daughter. They could have killed me earlier. They actually staved off one of them on silly taps. Okay. Um, I am. Um, I'm a graduate of the EOS Sanctuary. Um, the what? Oh, the, uh, the EO? EOS Sanctuary. Oh, EOS Sanctuary. Or Seminary, my apologies. Oh. Um, when we began to discover this theoretical pattern of this coming solstice, uh, and the places of unity began to, uh, to work in a way where our theories were pushing it towards the Hellcatch, meaning at the time of the solstice, we believed that one of these nexuses will be relocated um, somewhere here in the valley. Um, and as part of this information, we began to discover other political interests that were also trying to shut down our research, that were speaking with some of the higher-ups 
at the seminary and getting our um, departments closed down, having our funding pulled, being told to walk away. Um, are they really trying to stop it, or are they trying to control it? I have reason to believe that the the interests lie more in the latter. So, a number of my compatriots have been continuing our research on our own uh, through private funding, investors, uh, allies that we had, but even they've begun to dry up, or worse. Anybody who's been tied to our work has either gone missing or befallen tragedy. Does the name Grim Verity mean anything to you? You look and see an immediate sense of acknowledgement and briefly worry, and then an exhale. Yes, so you, um, you indeed know more than you let on. I am, I am one of many members of the Verity. I say many, but there's, <laughs> there is a handful still around. We've lost members as of late. Um, how do you know about the Verity? Uh, don't know much. <laughs> and change the context of the scene a little. <laughs> yes, go on, please. <laughs> please stop them. You're looking at me strangely, right? To be honest, it kind of feels like we're chasing. Uh, go to the end. <laughs> go to the end. <laughs> keep, keep me, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, um, we're, we're trying to follow a trail. You didn't by any chance know the Loomis twins, did you? You knew them? They, uh, they were, they were m more recent members of our band who unfortunately, their excitement got them in places that they should not have been. We tried to protect them. They were very, very bright, and, and had the right mind for truth, and to expose the truths that many wish to keep hidden. But I think their search for knowledge, unfortunately, their lack of experience left a trail. find the people who slew them. Hmm. They got in too deep. As you say, do you know anything about... The Grey Assassins? Yes. They've, um... They've removed at least half of our members in just the past couple of years. We were once a, a, a comparably sprawling network of a good 40 or so academics from all over Exandria. We were trading notes, we were sharing reports and theories. It was, it was an exciting thing. We were looking to be published, we were seeking uh, elements, threads that connected beyond just the study uh, of those astronomical. Uh, but then doors began to close and some of us got frustrated and began to push back. And that's when 
that's when we started losing him. What? You saw the Grey Assassins in person, right? Some of them across the ocean. What did their armor look like? Um, I mean, Grey Assassins is apt. They were wrapped in really dark, dark-colored um, leathers and, and, and ragged uh, cloth. Um, nondescript, their faces covered. You could barely see their eyes. And when they died, they left no trace. They melted uh, away in front of us. And those same assassins have been picking off people who are talking about this solstice or the ley lines? Uh, they've been picking off members of our community. And I don't know who else. Do well, you they, know who they tried they... to get your wind queen, right? Took a shot at it, yeah. What does she have to do with ley lines and... Who, who are you speaking of? The ruler of the air, Ashari, and Teldori. I'm not familiar with this person, but I don't call anyone of this type within our membership. If she were a member, I don't know. Maybe. Um, takes off the eyeglass and starts like, you see it's like fogging up a little bit and it's like sweating and you start wiping it a bit. Do you know anything about them? Do you know who they are? I do not, I have not seen them, thankfully. Though I had a close call recently, the whole reason I'm down here. I was living elsewhere, but uh, uh, I, I was out uh, actually meeting with somebody from uh, Eos at the boundary of the jungles, and when I returned, my house had been destroyed, turned, burned, uh, and so I remain here. So, you all, the Grim Verity, are, are prying in to Ruidus. Yes, among other Someone things. Someone doesn't want you to do that, and then you're doing, and I look to Bertie, Start over from the top when, when blades are not drawn. Walk us through what it is that you guys are doing here. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, so we're we're not the kind of folks that we're usually interested in this sort of strange oracle visions or you know sciency bad stuff. We just kind of you know got by. We enjoyed the occasional. Revelry. We enjoyed the occasional prank. We took what we needed, but never left anyone in a bad spot that didn't deserve it. You know, made a reputation that sometimes we were proud, sometimes we weren't. But you know, that was uh, how life worked on the outskirts, from where we're from. Uh, it was on one of our excursions out here that we, uh, well, we. Uh, I decided that. Out of some frustrated conversations with a few folks that we didn't like so much back home, we wanted to bring you into this world, this world. So we took a little vacation out here and we held up in the verdant expanse Taldore and just watched the stars. And the night that I gave birth to you, something weird happened. At a, a weird red moon that I didn't really know much about, it just kind of. Just kind of lit up. Suddenly, glowed brightly. The entire forest was given this kind of crimson hue I'd never seen before, and it was ominous, but weirdly beautiful. And 
you came into the world screaming, and we thought it was a we thought it was a beautiful omen. And then we began to ask about it and heard maybe that wasn't the case. And began kind of looking into it a little bit, and there was a tumultuous history about this ruidus. But, you know, thought maybe it was a fun prank someone was playing on us. Then uh, Ollie, Ollie got into a bad patch of some, uh, some root nerves, as we like to gather and imbibe in, and kind of went went down a bit of a, a, a mental rabbit hole for a couple days. But when he when he came back, he had this this terrible dream. We thought it was this 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 idea that that same red moon, that same red moon that brought you into this world, was following us. And when it was going to find us or find you, it was going to. Well, he saw, he saw that red just eat away at the Fey Realm. That light just, just, just burn it into dust. And we thought it was a dream, but then within the next year, it showed up briefly in the sky. And some folks around that we were familiar with and lived on the outskirts like us saw it too, but then it went away but we still felt it was there, and so we started asking questions. We got laughed out of the Sealy Court. We got laughed around, and then we went, went to the darker side of the Fate Wild, and there, once we passed a certain threshold, there it was. Like that moon was being obscured. What do you mean? Meaning some sort of unseely magic was keeping others from paying attention to it. We got real curious as to why. And that's when we found this. You and your, me and your father are real good at getting around unnoticed. And so we, um, we started poking around. We started looking for, for, for why they were doing this. Because we thought it pertained to you and your safety. And we saw this. We saw this meeting, this clandestine sort of gathering of some of the higher court members. And they were meeting with some folk not from the Feywild, dressed too nice and terrestrial, like a flare. And they were all building in the process of designing this machine that was focused towards the Red Moon. And we just got a bad feeling about it. We didn't know what it did necessarily, but it couldn't have been good, right? That was what Ollie had seen. And so we began to inquire with the Unseelie and tried to warn them, not let them know what we saw, but you know, normally to deal with the folk over there, we've had a few dealings, you know, things are a bit <laughs> fluid over there when it comes to interests and alignments, and Ollie just kind of laughed it off, but got real aggressive and pushing us beyond the borders. So, we got enough gumption, had a couple drinks, and Broke in and stole what looked like the shiniest piece of that machine and ran. By the time we figured out what we had, mood time crown, we realized this was a little, a little more intense than even we were expecting, but something that powerful was sitting in the middle of the machine. Maybe it slowed them down a bit. This is the moon tide's crown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what we have in our machine back home right now. 
And you're going to make the same machine that you thought was so evil and No, dark. this one's more on a discovery mission, from what I understand. Uh, using the same power. Uh, best I know, I'm making back the Ira's LP. building it? Oh, Ira and Ollie are. He's picked up a lot from Ira, and they've been kind of working how, does, how can you trust that he's not just doing something awful with it, too? See, the thing is, even someone of dark inclinations of him, he gets his joy out of his work. And he's come to see that he can't really work if there's nothing left, if we're right. And he's been a little, uh, been a little listless since the Apex War, and you know, kind of locked out here in Alexandria for a while. He just was the only person we knew that we could have any sort of communication with that had the knowledge and experience that we need. So, I mean, believe me when I say it wasn't the best moral arrangement. Sorry to distract, the Apex War? We've heard about that a couple times. I was making sure everybody was caught up. Something that happened around here like a couple decades ago? A couple decades ago, ago, yeah. It was a a big, big scuffle between some of the kingdoms or whatever. I don't know much about terrestrial politics, but but I know that Ira was hired by one of the sides there and kind of... Was hired? Yeah. He gets hired by a lot of folk. Do you? And so was that. Those Alexandrian people she worked for the that you said strong. you saw. Mm-hmm. What did they look like? Um, did you see a woman uh, with gray hair, kind of over to the side, um, intense armor? Yeah, yeah, like a like a red cloak. Yeah. Yeah. No, she. Do you know this one? <clears throat> I know this woman. Yeah, it was her and another. She's another what? Another she's person. Here. And what did they do? Uh, I mean, Ollie got a better look on that one than I did. No, he was Elvin, but older. I don't. She's I here. Who? Oh. That woman. She's here. She's. Right. <laughs> do you see the goblin? Like she's here. <laughs> she goes like grabs the stone. No, no, and no, like, no not like oh, right no. now. But she's oh. in Basarus. She's running the Paragon's call. I see her in my dreams. Otahan. Ooh. I don't know this person, but if they are nearby, then maybe I need to relocate again. Um, You're the, the army. I think so. But you see. What if they're the gray assassins? I think that's exactly what they are. Because they have gray hair? No, no they're well, dressed just, in gray. I've told you yeah, about what I see, right? She said she had a red robe. Wait, what? She had a red cloak. Oh. I see a woman, and behind her, there's there's so many people, and they just they step out from behind her more and more and more, and they. What if they're all connected? There's no way this is a coincidence. It's getting harder to deny. Absolutely. And if she has the ability to greet you in your dreams. That's obviously an ability that spreads far beyond just you, right? Yeah. Hondir turns to Bernie and says, do you think these assassins are from Vasselheim? I, I, I don't know. Vasselheim? 
You stole it from people who are trying to do you don't know what exactly. You've taken the same to do what exactly to Well, initially it was just to, to slow them down, to keep them from from doing what they were doing, but then as we held this crown and knew that it held some strong power and connection to the moon or moons, maybe it could be utilized. And you know, we got turned around and, and a lot of folks didn't want to deal with us or were looking to just steal it from us, to be honest, once we started asking around. The only person we knew here in Exandria that had some sort of fake connection, you know, that would see reason in the interests of, of uncovering mysteries was Ira. So you're just trying to find out as much about it as possible. Hopefully find a way to stop it. Because right now, we're just going off of what Handir and them are gathering. Handir kind of just glares out at all of you. Handir, do, do you, you're, you must know someone named Ebenalt Kai? I know Ebenalt, yes. I, I, well, we've never met that person, but. And Ro Astani. Yeah, Astani told us. I know Astani. He, he's retired some time ago. He retired? Retired some time ago. Is he still alive? Yes. Yes. Good. He's a good man, Astani. These ley lines. You know that there is a strong connection in the Hellgatch Valley. Do you happen to know if there are other pathways across Marquette or even the rest of Exandria? I mean, there are many ley lines everywhere. Um, what's worrying me is, and I have to check with my compatriots, but we've done a few calculations, and it seems like the Apogee Solstice is going to be largely focused over Marquette when it hits in a month. And by the shifting of these ley lines, there are three possible locations where these nexuses might be. And we won't know until we're closer. And what uh, Birdie has been working on, hopefully might be able to shed some light on that. There's no- the three options? Uh, the other twos we're looking is, um, one might be in the Panagrip Sands, uh, and one might be in the ocean northward of the um, Odirin Wilds. Or Marquette is the third? Or all of these places are in Marquette. There is north of the Odirin Wilds. So Panacrip Sands, the ocean north of the Odirin Wilds. Here. And here in the Hellcatch. The interesting thing is for those of us that utilize uh, instruments to research things about Ruidis uh, beyond just visual uh, presentation. Magical instruments, there is an obfuscation. It seems to evade any sort of probing device to look on any sort of magical understanding of it. What, what, what does, what does? Ruidis. You mean like it, um actively evades, or just something about its nature? Just Doesn't something know. about its nature, or something in the skies above Exandria just obfuscates any in, intent to do so. This has been recorded in uh, many books for many years, though uh, not openly discussed, because the populace tends to be very superstitious, and there is hope to not 
bring anxiety to the populace with such things. Someone who understands these things more than me, how is the moon appearing in a different world than ours? Do they share the same sky somehow? Well, you see, the uh, Exandria, the, this prime material plane, and there is other realms that are different, very far, elemental planes, and you know, uh, positive, negative energy planes, such. There is the Fey realm, where uh, you and you are from, and there is also a Shadow realm that are both very close and how most overlap. They are the most immediate realms of transference if you were to travel beyond the realms of Exandria. Um, but they share a different cosmology, or at least are removed from Exandrian's cosmology. The only reason that there is a Katha moonlight within the Feywild is because the Moonweaver's essence uh, is tethered to that land, and so there is essentially a, an image of Katha that exists in this world. But Rudis is finding a way in. Indeed. So maybe there's some divine entity allowing it? Oh, yeah, divine maybe. Divine's a touchy thing. <laughs> For you? Uh, it looks back towards the... Uh, the hatch. You are, you are the, look, my life is in danger. Many of my compatriots at Verity's lives are in danger. The more you know, the less safe you are. Well, then we're very safe. <laughs> yeah, most, most of us are like one foot in the grave anyway. Right, Lana? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Huh. <laughs> yeah, if there was any, anybody you should feel comfortable confiding in, it's us. It's not wrong. Um, to be honest with you, um, we sort of are, are like really entrenched in whatever. We're yes, we're compromised. Yep. We're already in the shit. Make a persuasion check. With advantage, because you did help. I pulled her hair out. Yeah, yep. you did. Yep. <laughs> yep. I helped. I pulled Persuasion. Her hair. With, with advantage. Hmm? Well, it was. Oh, no, that's a 19. Oh, that's great. Um. Uh, uh, 23. 23. That's pretty dang good. Kind of looks at you. You can see his hand shaking a little bit. Are you sure you want to know this? Yeah. Well, now I do. Yeah, absolutely. You can't lead with that. I think I'm ready to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Looks to Birdie, and Birdie goes. Um. There has been another recent finding that has focused and redoubled the Grim Verity's efforts and interests as of late. Um. A member of ours who is. Uh, a researcher in Vasselheim discovered ancient texts from as far back as the founding. Some of the earliest written records of Alexandrian history kept deep under lock and key in the temple vaults of the Don City. Uh, and because of this information, the ire of the highest temples are upon the Verity, upon myself. But this truth is important, both pertaining to this scenario and just for the world to know. 
while the study needs to continue, the Verity believes it references in the highest temples. That there is a time before Ruidis. There are texts where Katha was the only moon above. A period of time in the founding in which Ruidis did not exist. Wait, where was the founding again? Is that post-calamity, pre-calamity? The the founding was when the gods came to Alexandria and created us, everything. And there was no moon then, or it's no second moon. It was just Katha then. So who put the moon there? That's the question. This is one of the things that began the heavier studies into the Omen archive. The other thing is apparently some of these texts refer to two gods that don't exist in the Pantheon. What? And haven't since. Are they? Forgotten deities. So, do you know if they're good gods or bad gods? I don't have them. They are in Eos with trusted folk, I hope. I have not heard back any word in the past month. The texts? Yes. Oh, fuck. Wait, the the two forgotten deities (laughs) are in the texts? The texts refer to them. The texts refer to them. They're not in the book. Do they have names? I have not seen them. So Ru disappeared when those deities disappeared. We don't have a specific timeline, but the texts seem to refer to a similar era in the founding, and we very much theorize they are connected somehow. But you see why the knowledge of this information is very much guarded secrecy in the Dawn City. Who has the texts? We do. You do? Your, your people, or? The Verity does in Eos. I don't know specifically who. Okay. So Part of the reason ever? that we don't know is still, if they were to find me, they could not extract that from me. Uh, and do you think, Folks other than the Grey Assassins are trying to find these things? Probably. Who would want to stop the spread of knowledge like that, though? Um, people who wish to keep the historical records of the prime deities controlled to the populace. That's just about right. It is yeah. very challenging to keep people engaged in complete faith to the most ancient of temples, if they have kept such information from their followers. Yeah, I can ask, so, you know, Bertie uh, stole some shit from the unseated court, and that's in the Fey realm, and uh, they're all coming, okay. These texts from the Dawn City, Vasselheim, oldest of them all. You've been there, right? Yeah, many times, my vacation there in my 200s. Um, the bathing pits were amazing. Uh, did these texts, were they taken 
with permission or without permission, and was there any loss of life in said removal of text? They were very much not taken with permission. Mm. Uh, and there was no loss of life uh, at the time because the individual that escaped with them did so safely. Um, it did catch up to them, and they are no longer with us. But the records were passed on to other hands since then, and their sacrifice is remembered. And hopefully in time when this can be revealed to the world at large, and if it is tied to these portents that Bertie is speaking of, and we can stop it, then they'll be remembered as a hero by many more people beyond just us. It was very heroic, but I just want to track it. So we got people from the Feywild trying to come after us, and people from Vasselheim coming after the texts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. are the... I told you, this was dangerous information. I just wanted to know what league we were playing in. Are the Grey Assassins an entirely separate threat? Or are they out of Vasselheim? I don't know. I don't know. They could very well be out of everybody is, is there anybody else involved in this at this point? Like the Shadow Realm people, are they having ruinous issues too? I don't know. I don't know, you have to talk to them. There's a member of the Verity who, uh, their specialization is in traversing various realms. Um, What's their name? Uh, Rin. Oh. What? Who? Rin? That's right, Lightwalker Rin. Wait, who the fuck are we? Hang on, I wrote that down, I wrote that down. Who's that? DM recap, DM recap. Planewalker Rin. Planewalker Rin. Oh, right. Hang on, oh, wait. How do we know? How do we know? Hang on. Oh, no, 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 Ancient, these texts, they were stolen from the, where were they taken from again? The temple vault oh, under Vasselheim. Yeah. Specifically, specifically the temple of Arathis in the Quadrants. Oh. Um, but I'm certain that they, uh, there is a unity amongst the temples there, and so it's very likely that they are all <laughs> searching for us. And to an extent, if you're not careful, now you. What does Odahan have to do with this, and, and and why is she at the Paragon's call right now? I do not know. But I would be very careful. Is she a soldier? She was a famous warrior for the Stratos throne in the Apex War. Then went missing. Right. I remember hearing about this. The Loomis twins had texts stolen from them, granted not from Vasselheim, but from the Academy. You, you said pages were taken from, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the yes. Loomis twins yes. had texts Sorry, that had information about my mother <laughs> that was stolen by the Grey Assassins. My, my mother was also uh, Ruidus born. Huh. Also Ruidus born, like you. And she she has dreams, wild dreams about a a, a large storm and a Both red of them storm. Both look at each other. In the back. They're connected. 
What was your mother's name? Liliana. Liliana Timholt. <laughs> yeah. Do you know her? Uh, we've met, though it was a while ago. Not, but did, not, not a while? No, it's, okay. it was a while ago. A while ago. She was uh, a number of our, uh, how do I put it? Our volunteers for part of the Oman Archive study. Yeah. See, the Arud is born all across Exandria and have been for as long as the moon's been out there. But the rate of Arud is born births has been slowly accelerating in recent times. This was uh, part of the study in the archive, not my specific study. I was more in the line patterns and you know, all of us kind of comparing and uh, aligning notes for this. But I do recall that there are occasionally rare Arud is born uh, that exemplify a stronger connection with the Ruddy Moon. That How long ago did you last see Liliana? Um, gosh, it must have been 12 years, maybe. 12 years? I've been away from most civilization for a... Where was she when you saw her? She was in Eos. She came, she came to the seminary, too to be part of the research. She was, uh, she was gifted with incredible capabilities. Uh, she was able to, to see beyond her eyes. She was able to, to, to affect the world around her in incredible ways. She, she was uh, one of a few that had come to us uh, exhibiting these powers. I look down, is there a, a bottle or anything on the ground? I'm just gonna pick it up and drift it over to him. It seems that line of <coughs> fortune seems to follow on your path. Oh, I am so sorry. <coughs> why, why, why would you have to apologize? I mean, these are gifts. They are, but it, in, it horribly connects you to all the things that are coming. So fucking much. Birdie kind of chimes in. I know. I, like I said, a lot of this I couldn't say in front of that. You, um, hopefully, you understand for what reasons why. There's a lot going on here, and a lot of it even I can understand. It's a little bit beyond me, so I just have to focus on one task, and the task we have is trying to get this strange telescope thing all figured out. And. Uh, Hopefully that'll help answer some questions for us. Maybe you as well. This is good. Where, where is the, where is the device you're trying to make it? And do we? Do, I'm sorry. Do you have that crown thing with you, or is it with the device? The crown's in the device. It's Where's kind that? Of, it's in our layaway. <laughs> you said it's a, it's a telescope. It looks sort of like a telescope. Yeah. You said like 40-ish miles away. Yeah, to the east. And the, the just remind me, because I want to make sure Deeper. everybody's on the same page. The Eos Seminary is where? In Eos. Yeah, which is like, <coughs> it's two far. to three days. Yeah. Guys, southeast yeah, into days. a Shannador. It's yeah. through is the gloom jungles. That? It's like a week's travel, isn't it? Approximately, yeah. yeah. Through, through the, the gloom jungles. The gloom jungles, which is... <coughs> isn't that where people you know is? Yeah, the uh, Gorgonite. I don't know is. Gorgonite. Mm -hmm. 
All right. This is a lot. This, this is, is so much. This is, is great. This is great. We're totally not bringing additional danger towards you and your project on your rushed timeline. Not at all. And I'm certainly not bringing any more danger into your continuous lives and the life of my daughter by telling you all this extremely dangerous information. God, what have I done? But wait. No, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's really not your fault. I, we've, we've been looking for you and... It sounds like what you're trying to do is is worthy and noble, and why wouldn't Fern want to help? Absolutely. That's honestly still a bit confusing, because obviously there are people who do not want the boons and the gifts that Rudis can bring, and then obviously those who do, and perhaps a subsect that just wants it all secret? Are we all forgetting the mad fucking scientist that they're trusting with this bullshit? No. Honestly, that is, a, why, why Ira? Like, no one else on the face of Exandria. Speaking you had of people to, who would kill us if they found right. out that we were involved. Was yeah. Ira the, really the only one, the best candidate? In the time frame that we had, it's the only person we knew. What, we're just going to walk up and keep asking around for some extreme scientists to go ahead and trust a couple of fey folk to, to help them build a machine with a crazy, no, like, doesn't work that easy, and the only person we knew that had a connection with, you know, some distant history and knowledge of their capabilities was Ira. We knew he was here, like us, and you know, it took some talking to to convince him of the stakes that were here, but we managed to kind of see that, you know, we all benefit from not letting this get out of hand. You prepared for the day he flips on you? We've been keeping our eye best we can. The trust isn't 100%. But we all have an aligned goal. You don't have to tell us, but do you have like a, a code you're working with, with your most trusted? I mean, only because Dusk, you, could just look like anybody. And it feels like the closer that we get to this, it feels like they all do the same. Just like a, you mean like a word to like prove? A code, yeah, if you could just, before you check in and put all the pieces together and push go, you know, just make sure everybody in the room's who they say they are, that's all I'm saying. Do you have a recommendation? Yeah, bring me along. That's the code? <laughs> that's the code. Yeah, yeah you need eyes and a nose to make sure everybody's legit. Well, I have a bone fine. That's, you can't be everywhere, everywhere at once. once. You don't know that I'm hundreds of years old. Well, <laughs> well with this, with you bringing this lens from Mori, hopefully this will get us a lot closer to that a lot sooner. And I hope, I don't know if we even have enough energy to run it, but we're getting close from what Ira and Ollie been saying, so. that's what all of these little bubbles and Oh, yeah, 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 and she kind of pulls it over and opens Jesus it up a little bit, and you can see it glow, kind of underlighting her as she opens it up. Yeah, the, the machine, as it's been designed, takes a lot of power for, you know, short bursts of time, and so we've been having to kind of Squeeze even my hard Joe for as much as he could bring in that wasn't being pulled off into side projects and just kind of, you know, Something through both process of experimentation that's been kind of draining them at times and such. That's kind of what I've been having to do these runs for for the past year or so. Do we recognize any of this tech? You recognize this specifically. The, these are the the blue kind of crystalline spheres that you saw powering on different sizes and scales. Many of the various automatons throughout the city, the various crawlers that you actually rode, um, as well as running some of the devices that uh, Ira was running back in Drusar. Well, what 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 do you need to make this thing happen? What, what can we do to help? Well, maybe bring that along. Point Fern. 
Well, yeah, but also the the, the little the green thing. Oh, I mean, that's easy enough, but I'm assuming is that the only to... piece that you need? I mean, wanna... it's right on my back, and we'll check in. It's a lot of like trial and error, and like trying things out. If it doesn't work, or don't have enough, print back, it's... And are you hoping that the weave lens tells you information when you look at Rudis? I guess. Well, this this is this is not my prerogative. This is what Mori was supposed to to build for us. That's what I reached out to her for. Okay. I just wasn't expecting her to send you along with it, but I'm just Does happy it have a to cost see when you use it? Like, do you just turn it on and look, or is there something expended, or uh... I don't know. Okay. Does anyone Hi. other than Ira know how this thing works and what it does? I don't think other than Ira and Ollie, I don't think so. Great. And Great. why would your grandmother send you? Because it's gone. Well, I guess eat she's her. not my grandmother, so well, maybe she knew you needed to see. Maybe. Let me at least express that Maury. Maury's as close to her grandmother as I had. She kind of helped watch over me when I was younger and didn't really have much guidance. Kept me on enough of the leashes I needed, but let me loose enough to figure out what I was good at. Kind of twiddled her fingers a little bit. But she's an odd duck in her own right. I had a little worry that she'd take a shine to you since I left, and I'm still trying to figure out this weird time thing, but you know, she's, her fane is her domain, and she can tweak and stretch things as she wills, so. She did it? She um, kept her there for a hundred years? What may it seem like it, I don't know. I'm gonna have to start talking to her about it because she was just supposed to keep you safe. And who can do that? A traveler could do that. I mean, that. Yeah, I love her very much. You know, she's she is my grandmother. She's all she raised me for all these years. So I, I guess she just. She told me it was a very important piece, and I. She told me to find my parents, and if I did, I'd give it to them. But. So I found you. <laughs> that she did. Did your grandmother ever make you any toys? Kind of. Anything that was like special and just for you? Probably the postcards. I don't think you sent any postcards. No, we specifically didn't want anything to lead back to you while you were over there and we were here. You know, for obvious reasons, kind of gesturing out to the recent encounter at Imahara's. So these, these are probably not from you. Oh, I'm sorry, Fern, they're not. But I can guarantee you they would have been if we could have, if it was safe and kind of alleviate some of my frustration with Maury, knowing that she cared enough to make those, I guess. Yeah. We've had a really fun life. She can be a little selfish. She can be selfish? She fixates things on she likes. Well, and I guess yourself. we should be glad that she let you go. Yeah. yeah. You said yourself that time is a weird soup. Yeah. And 
pay realm and whatnot. Yeah, I, I don't think it was her fault that so many years have gone by. Maybe not, I don't know. I just know that the reason we knew you were safe there is because people know better than to go in her domain. These are still special. Sure. Very well done. Yeah, they're very beautiful. She's yes. an incredible painter. Very artistic. So, you have what you need for your experiments or whatever, and it's dangerous to be around you, I suppose, so do you need protection, or should we just leave you alone to do your experiments, or? Oh, I, I have to back up, obviously, if uh, these assassins have come so close. And uh, to be honest, uh, how safe is your domain? You've got room for a small goblin, maybe? Domain? I think it's pretty safe. We have is a there... black hole we could put you in for only about 10 minutes at a time, though. It might kill you. Uh, I'll just ride side side then. Um, it, if you have room for a goblin, uh, I just need to grab a few things. Also, one last question. Mm. Um, we sort of stumbled <laughs> upon Ivra's laboratory um, a little bit ago, and uh, he was sort of packing it up, and then it kind of exploded, and... Um, okay. Where did he go? Where is he now? Because we last saw him in Drusar. Right, no, that, that that job folded after a while. He was working, he was working yeah. for coin over there, and came back with what he was partially paid to help fund. Well, this, and just kind of pulls up the change purse he started bringing the gold out earlier. Was like, and uh, he's been helping us work the machine, so he's back there, I think. At least he wasn't all left. Yeah, he, he's forty-five he's, miles he's, away he's from 45 here. Forty-five miles away. Okay, right, right, right. Well, you That's, can ask him yourself. Right. Uh -huh. yeah, that's it's this. Okay. So we're heading over there. Yes. Is where we're going. Mm. If you want to, I mean. I, I would very much like to see this contraption. Well, it takes a few hours. We can be there and back by sundown if you a few need hours to. Hours? How? We got skirmish. Oh, yeah. well, we, they're still being fixed. I think they might be It'll done by now. I said it. It would be about an hour and a half. Oh, what time of day is it? I'd say by now it's about noon, since you guys woke up kind of early and all this kind of happened first thing in the morning after waking up. Besides, we could go uh, wait for him to be finished. I'm sure Fern and Birdie have lots of catching up to do. Yeah. yeah. We could rally back here when we got it fixed up and or ready to go. we at Joe's. I won't be moving at full speed if we're putting on this larger crowd on each one of them, but we can get there. It'll be faster than walking, definitely. Should we have Joe make us some sort of like flatbed cart to drag behind one of them or it's something? That's not a bad idea, a little trailer. Like sure. Yeah. Because I mean, you can hold on to one and somebody can step onto your back and ride right on top of you. I, as long as I don't like have to be glued to something. Yeah, no, never again. That could probably work, kind of like just pull you behind. Yeah, I, I'm okay, but you know, it only sits two people and we got more than Well, it that. sits two people comfortably, and then you could probably fit three or four on there, but it's going to drag a little bit, but it's still better than walking. And then if you're sure, saying you you're, can carry I mean, a person. You're somebody's mother, you got to get like the ni a nice seat. Well, I can cuddle up with my daughter. She's very large. So am I. How tall oh. is Birdie? 
Birdie's about a little over six foot. <laughs> not not quite as That's tall as Fern. Mm. I'm a um, But but still like you know taller than a lot of you in this troop at least. Yeah, yeah. Well here, uh, grab grab the stuff you need. I guess we're waiting on your repairs. We can can meet up. Maybe not outside of him or Joe's, since where's will be a good place to meet up. Uh, where are we staying again? We can meet up at the dumbest place possible. A taste of Taldore. We'll meet you at a taste of Taldore. Oh, oh my goodness. We're not eating it, we're just meeting up, right? Okay, no, that makes sense. That's safer. That's safer. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll. I'll, 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 I'll carefully and quickly grab my bike around the time, lay low until then, just in case someone's watching. And then I'll meet you up there and we can tear off eastward. Sounds good to me. Gather your shit. He's like, of course they will. I just need a couple of things. And he grabs like a, a bag and starts like throwing some books into it, reaches over and grabs a big map and rolls it up, puts it inside, grabs a couple of pieces of goods in a small like hand like jewelry box and puts it inside there. Grabs some coin. <laughs> Shall we? Sure. Yeah. Don't we have are we supposed to go meet Paragon's call yeah, and yes. capture a guy for Estros? Yeah. But this not isn't today. a. We're not going to be gone not today. Well, I thought it was today. We're supposed to meet them today. Are we supposed to? Because today's them today? the morning of after the. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, also we're um, meeting up with the person who was sort of working with the guy we're supposed to capture. Yeah. And take back. Did we split up or anything, or is that that's stupid? We just do order of operations. Well, he. You said it's only a few hours out. It could be, be a day and, trip. Back and forth before sundown. Yeah. Go head over right, to Paragon's call by by evening. Show up and move in, right? Wasn't that the idea? What was the idea? Right under the nose of Odahan, who is most definitely behind all of this. Absolutely. Rudest shit. Yeah, but so what? We don't have to be nervous about that, right? There's one of her, and there's how many of us? Uh, it kind of sounds like she's got like thousands of oogie boogie shadow soldiers. There was one Shadow King and a bunch of us, and it didn't go that well. Nightmare King, Jesus. Those were early days, whatever that is. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Let's head out. All right. So, taste Taldori in a few hours, I guess. I'll uh, hang here and help him finish up packing. All right. Just out of curiosity, this thing that we're going to go see out there, it's a telescopish thing? Well, the device is all underground. But I mean, doesn't it have to work at, at night? Mm, not the way this is built. Oh. We're meeting in a couple of hours. Are we just trying to get situated with Paragon's call? No, I don't think beforehand, right? We're gonna go gonna go look there, at the telescope, come, come back, back, and then Paragon's come. But what are we gonna do with the, par the telescope? Just look at it, see what it is. Well, I think imagine. See if it works. I mean, yeah. Okay. I am to talk to. I, maybe Papa Ollie will have some insight some for you about dreams. I'm or? gonna assassinate the Nightmare King. Maybe as a trip. Well, he's the guy who's building the thing. We can't assassinate him. The bill comes due, motherfucker. Maybe he's not a. Maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe. Maybe it's not Nightmare King, maybe we're just saying it wrong. Maybe he loves horses, so he's the Mare King, but he works at night, so he's like a night Mare King. He loves horses. That's a just like Imogen. Boy. We have so much in common. Yeah. Why didn't we ever just talk children before? Together. Yeah. 
That makes sense. I'm sure that's what it is. Um, can I give you a hug? Oh, I'd love that. Okay. Kind of pulls you in, lifts you up a little bit, and whispers a little bit in your ear, and be like, I've missed you. I'm gonna just see if either are picking each other's pockets. Oh my god, that is so much fun. They're <laughs> both mutual. Yeah. I'm gonna try to give a pick. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> Go for the ring. Go for the ring. Okay. That would be a 24. That definitely succeeds. What's your passive perception? Seventeen, seventeen. Seventeen. That also right. succeeds. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> okay. So uh, within her pocket, you pull a handful of coin. You can see, like, like she didn't come with a lot of materials necessarily, but you get a handful of coin that feels pretty dense. Um. And specifically, uh, fifteen platinum. Oh. That is dense. I feel I it in my hand. And then I drop it back in the pocket. Oh, that's cute. Uh, she. What do you have in your inventory? <laughs> let's see. Let's see what we got. Don't take our hole. In my trinkets. Yeah. Just pick one at random. I will. I'll pick at random. That hole. Um, okay. Let's do. Close your eyes, you have to close your eyes, so you... Okay, a golden skeleton key. She pulls it out and goes, I'll have to ask about what this goes to one day. I have no idea. <laughs> Perfect, a mystery we'll for the ages. We'll find it someday. Gives it back to you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So with that, we're going to gather their things. You all, go ahead and take some time to check up eventually on the repairs. Uh, and about two o'clock in the afternoon or so, Harjo finishes up. He's like, well, not the best job I've done, but functional through and through. Here you go. Uh, your, uh, your crawler should be ready for travel and however you need. Thank you. That's amazing. Appreciate it. No, of course. Uh, the bomb that was on the back of it. I wasn't going to ask about that. We get all sorts of weird shit that people yeah. leave on their uh, on their crawlers for repairs, and we just we just do our job and move on. You know, kind of puzzle deniability has really helped our business flourish over the years. Did we need to add a, a little card or anything to it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did um, if we wanted to pull a couple of extra folks behind us, is there like a a flatbed with wheels and a and a and a and a tow line you could rig up? Uh, I can probably attach like a like a two-person little hanging trolley in the back. Um, we'll, I will ask probably not to go too fast over any sort of large inclines or, you know, the, the crawlers can go pretty quick and do some pretty decent maneuvers, but just you'll kill everybody in the back if you try <laughs> them. So, and also those feet are clawed, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should it push in, in front instead? That's worse. Uh, so yeah, I, I can, Fashion something. Let me see what I got. And it goes in the back, and you can see there's like a number of disassembled wagons and stuff. And there's one that's like a small wagon. Uh, it goes ahead and 
quickly shears off like the front few feet, and it kind of has like a uh, almost like oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The um, like a chariot, or kind of a chariot, or the or the, the wheelbarrow. Uh, what's it called? When the person like in the front car? is biking, and you have the, the seats in the back with the wheels. Oh, like oh, a, a rickshaw. 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 Yeah. It's kind of like a, a rickshaw attachment, but it's all made of like kind of jagged metal and like <laughs> a, a little wonky. The tires like they've been patched six or seven times. Great, great, great. Uh, but great, brings great. it to the front and says, uh, you know, no charge. Uh, an inch goes ahead and hooks into. Uh, here and he goes and makes something it hooks into, just kind of like spot welds it essentially into the back, hooks it up. This is kind of sturdy. Once again, don't uh, no crazy tricks. Don't kill the people in the back, but this will this will last you a month maybe. Oh wow! I'll do it. Depending. Thank you. Of course, no worries. Uh, please don't fight anymore in my shop, if you don't mind. That's oh, okay. We'll both so really try not to. That was just an accident. Sorry. Again. It's okay. Just you know, <laughs> this, it could have gone worse. Could have gone worse. We just didn't know the person that we were with was not um, the person that we thought we were with. So. That happens all the time here. Uh, just note that there are a lot of things that are volatile and unstable around the shop, and that could have could have been a lot worse. Anyway, good luck. Travel safe. Need any other repairs? Anything else? Uh, any other interesting questions? If you just want to come by for a cup of Whatever you prefer to imbibe and talk more about Oil? your history, it'll let me know. Do you drink like liquid metal? Do you think that would be yummy like tea for you? That's an interesting. I don't know. Mm. Let's try it sometime. Hot cup of milk. Mm. Okay. That, you shove off of Imaha Joe's place, gathering up the bike. And the bike where Birdie had originally parked and kind of left it there, kind of set to the side, is now missing. It's gone. And for a second, you're a little worried. But as you begin to kind of walk your crawler through the streets, and as you go through, a few folks kind of cheers. They recognize the vehicle that you had won the previous Death Wish run. And some folks are like, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Well done, that was crazy. You know, like just giving some shouts, a little bit of like yeah, fan yells to you. This yeah. is right. Wait, no, that one, that's not the one we have. We have the, we have the Red Moon with us. Right? See this? Because the buck fucking. We only go by winners' names. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A tall, lanky male tiefling with kind of like red skin uh, walks by with like the, the dark sun tattoos and the elbows, kind of like getting ready to growl as he kind of slinks back and looks over and sees. This is the same one that kind of uh, like stink eyed you when you first came to the city as you were entering Basarus. Mm. He walks by and looks at you and goes, that was incredible. <laughs> that was so awesome. Well done. I look forward to maybe seeing you out there next time there's a Death Wish run, huh? <laughs> Walks by, keeps going. <laughs> that was so cool. It just keeps going down the street. Uh, eventually, you steer your vehicle over to the exterior of the familiar kind of Tudor-style ridiculousness that is the taste of Taldore. Uh -huh. And there in the shade among the uh, the alley, towards where the back is, you see the front wheel of a skirmish crawler. They're kind of settled and parked inside, and sitting on top of it as you approach, you can see Birdie, helmet on, goggles on, jacket at the ready, kind of like heavy scarf kind of thrown over the back, and she just kind of looks out. All right, y'all ready? Let's roll. Let's do this. Fern, and who else feels like they can make room for it? Hop on. Small, well, 
we got a lot of people on either one. Who's come with me? Got me in fern room for maybe two more, depending oh. on size. I'll go hop on. All right. Who else? And I'll go. Form's not going. I was gonna hop on uh, FCG. Okay, I'll go. Hop on FCG. Like, like. Hey, you have your little pedals. Segway style. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. Just got you that new tire. So FCG's <laughs> riding behind Birdie, right? Because the wagon is behind. Well, the we don't need the, the wagon anymore. Bucket. It looks like. It's up to you guys. Well, I, I, do I have the wagon all to myself? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so on one, it's Birdie and Fern, and then in the back it's who? Well, I'll go hop on the wagon. Okay. Okay, so, so. it's the two of you in the wagon. Yeah. It is janky, well, it's not moving. Um, <laughs> I'm driving that one. Okay, so I'm you're driving that one. one. Uh, and then it's Birdie Fern, and then who? Would, and then Chetney, on that one. <laughs> with, with me and Orem doing. Segways. You got it. Water ski behind it. <laughs> Two Callaways all to myself. As the controls click in, and the the blue Too glow handful. of the power crystals beneath begin to hum loudly. The shaded interior of the alley where her skirmisher crawler is parked suddenly lights blue around from underneath for a second as the kind of hum turns into a growl, and you watch as the two legs kind of like Whoa. prep behind. The wheel begins to spin as dust begins to kick up, and the legs kick off. As the crawler skirts around the outside, and the hum turns into a, from a purr to a heavy, loud, guttural growl. Takes off down the street as you follow up behind it. The two crawlers then begin coasting down the streets. Past buildings, rounding the side, heading down the straight eastern thoroughfare in the center cross streets, Basaris, then coasting out in an eastward direction, following Birdie's run. You, you can feel kind of like this the familiar, kind of comfortable flashback to like clutching your mother at a young age, like childhood flashbacks, but now she's here in front of you, and it's just an, an odd flash memory. And at one point, you see her kind of look back through the goggles and smile before kicking it up even, even more so, and the front tire kind of picks up a little bit before slamming down and pushing forward the back cart <laughs> of your guy. Bit as you're going around the street. Yeah, you're driving behind this one. You're like, yeah. <laughs> hold it right a bit. The rest of you, uh, uh, Imogen and Ladna, you are holding on to the back and going, Christ, oh God. Sorry. Some folks, of course, watch you guys as you go by and passing through a number of streets and winding alleyways, eventually. You pass to the exterior gates of the Carmine Curtain, the large red walls that mark the exterior of the central part of Basaris. From there, you careen through the skids, evading any sort of ruffians that are standing in the middle of the street as folks kind of like, oh, dart out of the way as you just kind of <laughs> scream on by. And then as the skids begin to eventually dissipate, there before you, the open, cracked, dusty expanse of the Hellcatch Valley you push forward, leaving but a trail of dust in your wake towards the horizon. And that's where we're going to finish oh, oh, We'll pick up there next time. Boy, we are on the road again. We're on the road again. Man, holy shit. There's so much left to do in town. Oh, oh yeah, for a minute. There's a lot. We got a couple things going on. We'll be back before the streetlights go off. I don't know what to focus on. Unless we all die because Nightmare King kills us. I'm going to have to organize my notes. I, say, I bring this home with me after the end of yeah. every game, like, I'm and gonna, then I'm going to organize it, and then I don't get to it. 
Not my Horcrux. <laughs> so much information. We got a lot Jesus. of it. Quick addendum. Quick addendum. You pull off for a second, and the birdie goes. What? Is this oh, fucking wait. Hold on, dear. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Smash cut to smash cut to them. You all exiting the city a second time with Hondir on the back, going like, I can't believe you left me behind. This is stupid bullshit. It's just Chris Very home alone. Very me. And there we'll end it. Set up for next session. See where it goes. You guys are amazing. What a fucking session. Uh, Erica, we love you. Erica, we love you. You're so awesome. Thank you for joining us. Um, but until next time, we love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Good night. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Critical Role. If you enjoyed the adventure, please leave a rating and review wherever you stream the Critical Role Podcast Network. Your story might inspire another listener to join the journey. Be sure to tune in to the next adventure. Until next time, this is Talis and Jaffe. See you soon. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.